Hey everybody and welcome back to the Long and Hard Podcast. We're going to get right down to it and get all these advertisements out of the way because nobody wants to listen to those anyway. If you like the show and you want to keep seeing us do what we do, you can support us both in what we're doing with our businesses. Thomas with his real estate thing. You can find him at Thomas G. Harrington on most platforms. I think that's correct. And myself with my couple of businesses, Sapien Athletica, helping some people out in the worst of times and also with Revere. This week we have a very special guest. I mean, I think we keep saying very special, but this one is very special too. A good friend of mine and Thomas's, Philip Jong. Phil is a commercial real estate ninja in Edmonton and the surrounding areas and even down into Calgary too, I believe. In this podcast, we get talking about a lot of things to do with how AI is going to destroy us all, morning routines and staying on top of all of that so that uh, when the computers do come, it won't be you and me that uh, they're coming for. We get into a deep philosophical discussion about schooling and the traditional and somewhat non-traditional routes. We get talking also about fitness and keeping yourself in the tippest of top shape and very, very much more. So this podcast is close to two hours. So there's a lot of gems in this one. I would recommend listening to the entire thing. I was contemplating with Thomas and Phil about charging for this one because of all the gems of wisdom. And uh, Phil is a very inspiring person, somebody that I look up to, and Thomas also. Somebody that is the epitome of motivation and discipline. So, if you're into that sort of thing, this is going to be the podcast for you. And without further ado, let's get going. I, mine goes on to that night mode or whatever, the oh, okay. moon, moon mode at, yeah. I think, do 6 p.m. Do not start, stars. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm like, awesome. this is my reading, journal, reflection, ice bath. Yeah. Like, I just don't want, just don't notify. Please. World fuck off time. I like it. I <laughs> World like it. fuck off yeah, time. That's, yeah. uh, that's, when you're on the realtor side of things, that's... It's pretty much It's impossible. a pipe dream, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. I guess I'm technically on the realtor side of things, but... Yeah, but I not resident. More not so, so commercial. Much commercial right? so. So. Yeah. It's interesting, though. I used to be the guy where... Um, oh, thanks for the water, by the way. Oh. I used to be the guy where my like one of my old mentors and past CEOs, he would phone me at... Didn't matter, say, like, midnight, one in the morning, and I'd pick up, like, hey, how's it going? Let's yeah. like let's get this done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then eventually you realize... Well, I realized that you're living according to essentially someone else's life. Yes. And eventually you're like, okay, where are my boundaries? Mm-hmm. And then that kind of spills over where all of a sudden you're like, if you have no boundaries there, all of a sudden I start having no boundaries in like other parts of life, say with diet, exercise, girls, wherever. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm not in control. No, that's, that's a real good <laughs> point. Like, ignore that's, me. Ignore me. Yeah, that's essentially like your freedom, man. 
right? Like you can actually determine how free you are based on who can have your time and like who can like really get a hold of you and yeah, right. So so true. I found that it's like my deepest introspections during that period. So that was right after university. Mm-hmm. My deepest introspections always came when we were flying. I think it's because no one can contact you, yep. really. Like, unless you're on the Wi-Fi, but... Uh-huh. Or, like, flying... When you're private, then you can just pick up the phone, too. But yep. even those in- instances, it's nice. It's just tranquility. Mm. It's beautiful. Mm. I think I think yeah. as we get into, like, more of a modern world, the ability to completely <laughs> disconnect is going to be a luxury. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be... I think that's See, like I the kinda, next oil. It's funny. I was thinking about the... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like I forget that we're, we're recording the video and I'm like I look haggard like, I'm, I'm was, I don't know if anyone's like watches the video or whatever yeah. but no I'm like, we don't do live because yeah could you imagine yeah my coworkers are like you usually wear a suit like what are you wearing you're not wearing much at all what's wrong with you yeah. sorry what were you saying uh I was saying I was thinking about that recently with flights where it's like when they're like Wi-Fi on planes, I'm like, no, I kind of, like, enjoy just sitting here listening to music. And yeah. Yeah. N- like, I can't do anything else. Yeah. Like, that was, there was yeah. almost, and then you get caught, like, when you land and get. Right. Yeah, yeah. then you get caught up. Yeah. Watch yeah. one day, planes will be, like, little meditation rooms or little, like, mindfulness play. Yeah, you know, with something the that... fucking kid next door. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Okay. What is this? I have some pretty gross stories, but uh, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you guys on a plane? On a plane? Yeah. You know, I'm lucky because I don't really have a lot of, like, outlandish story. Like, there's been some, like, crying kids where I'm like, God fucking damn. And, like, I just yeah. turn up my music, but I've never had, like, an insane story or no. anything, honestly. I got a couple. If yeah. You guys don't have any, I'll well, share with the you. Only, the, only, like, the only insane stories I can think of are, like, turbulence. And we were flying down to Mexico, me and some buddies, five years ago. And I had sat next to these this woman and her daughter. The yeah. daughter was probably my age, and the woman Uh-oh. was like her mom. Similar to my story. Mm. Okay, <laughs> all right, probably not. But <laughs> <laughs> so she's like really afraid of flying. The mom is right, and I was sitting next to her, and I kind of was talking <clears throat> to them about it, and I was joking with my buddies, like when we had landed going down to Mexico about it. Mm-hmm. So we're flying back home. And my other buddy is sitting next to her. And we go through this, probably the worst turbulence I've ever hit. The plane just fucking dropped out of the sky. Oh. Like, it was easily... Doesn't that feel crazy? Everything lifts up off the floor. Yep. And you're like, we are officially a leaf. Yeah. <laughs> like, just yeah. 100%. It goes yeah. where it goes. Yeah, it's like, Jesus, take the wheel type of thing. But, but he's not there. <laughs> but anyway, my buddy, my buddy's not afraid of flying at all, right? So he decides to play it up for this woman, right? Turns, so my, my other buddy's sitting in the, like, the row across, and he's like, Cody, like, the plane's not supposed to do that, is no! it? <laughs> so this woman like, starts, like, bawling, man. No, and, like, whole, dude. Yeah, it was... It was kind of mean of him, to be honest. Kind of. Dude, that's just like, what if she, like, has intense anxiety? Like, yeah. Or and what like, if... collapses or something. Yeah. yeah like, gives her a heart attack. He's playing with yeah. a lot of fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a, it's like, bro, I don't know if my value's in line with yours right now. <laughs> what are you doing to her? <laughs> anyway, that's probably, like, the most insane story. I'm trying to think of other ones, but I actually punched a woman in the face when I was on a flight once. Whoa. What? <laughs> Like, come on. You heard it here first. Josh hits women. Yeah. Like, uh... It was totally accidental. Did you see that Disneyland fight? 
No. What? Oh, God. <laughs> it's one of those ones where, okay, that's bystander effect yeah. in full force. So, I don't know how this the topic got here, but here we go. Uh, <laughs> it's in Disneyland. And, <laughs> okay, like, I don't watch TV. Don't watch the news, yeah. right? I don't, like, consume any news, like, any of that stuff. Google gobble one of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but in our office, there's a massive TV beside my desk. And it's hard to, like, sometimes, you know, you close one eye so sure. you don't see the, like, yeah. s- stuff that you're getting inundated with. Yeah. But sometimes you see what's on the screen. And what was on the screen was this fight in Disneyland amongst, like, four adults just giving her. And, <laughs> and you look at it and you just go, like, what is going on here? You're making me sound fucking terrible. In See, I, 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 did ask, yeah. <laughs> way, I well, did not. I did not fight a woman on no. the fight. <laughs> yeah, this is like full blown face yeah. punching. Yeah, no, uh, and I yeah. thought, come on, guys! Like yeah. you're in the land of in the land of Disney or whatever happiest it is. Place yeah. on earth. Yeah, that's what. Isn't it, that what it is? It happiness is, on earth. Have you guys ever been there? Place on earth. I think yeah. that's the slogan. Yeah, yeah. I've never been. No, I have. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I don't remember it, but I, in pictures it looks amazing. It's a good right? time. It is, yeah. The amnesia was strong with that one. Anyway, it was a transatlantic flight. We were going to Europe. <laughs> there we go. I was 15 years old, and it wasn't... I didn't actually punch her in the face. So you're a juvenile. Like, Ju- yeah, you know what? I'm not going to jail for that. No, I'm just kidding. Do you serve community service? No. Okay, it wasn't... No. International waters. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, we're over international waters. No, I'm, I don't even know how that works, but... Um, so my brother and I were sitting next to each other and we were just with some random woman and I had fallen asleep and I kind of like stretched while I was sleeping and apparently yeah. just clocked her. Oh, okay. I had no idea. I'm like, where's this going, man? I'm like, yeah. like I hope this isn't a bad story. No, no, no. It, it, just the reach and it, punch. It was not like intentional or anything, oh, but okay. I was playing hockey in Europe and my yeah. one teammate was sitting right behind me. So yeah. we get off the flight and he's like, man, you fucking <laughs> Lock. No. <laughs> I was like, what? It's I didn't even know, dude. You just don't even know. Yeah, it. dude. And he was like, she was like crying and stuff. And I was like, what? 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 I must be a really good sleeper, man, if that's like how that happened. Because I don't remember it. But Holy smokes. Yeah. So. What do you guys do for like your sleep routine? Or do you have one? Sleep routine? I mean, I try to sleep kind of similar hours every yeah. night. Yeah. And try I- to like wake up at around the same time. I would say that's roughly the same, yeah. like, for me, give or take. And then, I don't know, I try to do, like, I went full, like, if you ever seen the Matt Walker, uh, Joe Rogan, he is the sleep doctor guy who came on there. No. Oh, What's that about? It's really interesting, but the point is, is, like, episode. you pretty much need eight hours, like, almost no matter what, and anything yeah. less than seven is hard on your body long term, right? Yeah. So, I try to do just the same amount of time, and relatively consistent times but that's not yeah probably i'm pretty good with my morning routine but my going to bed routine could improve because you know you know you get some snapchats from some ladies and whatever (laughs) you're like working the phones and yeah you know so i forgot my snapchat password and then i've said that okay you know you can set a time limit on your phone yes i set mine to the lowest it can go, it's like 30 seconds or something on social media. Okay. And I purposely put, you know, you can put a passcode so you can like yeah. get around it. 
I purposely used a number that has no relevance to me. Yeah. And yep. then as soon as I typed 69. it in, sixty nine. Yes. What's my password? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. See, so I that, tried doing that to myself, except I kept remembering the password. Okay, here's the thing, though. I knew I was going to remember the like. Yeah. I have a really good memory, so I went okay. So I used this random code. And then random code again. And then, you know when people, like, shout random numbers that you forget things? I did that, but, like, to myself, where I'm like, <laughs> 87359. And, like, but now, it's so crazy. It's, say I, I just deleted Snapchat. Yeah. But every once in a while, I just go, okay, I'm going to try and get in. Here we go. So I download. When I open up the app, I pretty much have 30 seconds, right? So I'm, yeah. like, typing in a password. And I'm like, don't, don't get it right. So I exit and go back in, try it again, don't get it right. Yeah. And I got in once. And then as it's loading, it's like, okay, time for update. Then all of a sudden, time limit. So I don't even bother at this point. So is that... exit. That's self-inflicted, though. So wait, so is this... I love it. Is this the same as screen time? Or is it... Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, Yeah, screen time. But it's... You can do settings in screen time to limit your time, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. I think I limited my Instagram time to, like, five minutes or something. Holy song. But you know what happens is... Then you pull out the web browser and you're like... No, not even. You just enter your password. Five more minutes. Go, you know, put the, put the fucking 25 cents back into the... Hit the snooze every time. <laughs> I was going to say, like, this is... It's just... they sh- In my mind, they shouldn't have the password option. It should just mm. be a hard cut. Because with the password option... Yeah, you should not... You're be- training yourself to have no discipline. Yeah, yes. yeah. You Instead of just being like, I guess, I've you know... Too much time. Android. I'm gonna go play outside. Android doesn't allow you because Android what? does the same settings. So you're not allowed to do it. Yeah, we need to get some Androids. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, have I just yeah. never carry it. But. Then I won't have massive lock into all the Apple products. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm almost yeah. broken free, but yeah. I'm so <laughs> you're like I'm still. Changed. This is the last hold though, man. This is no. the last thing. Yeah. They're gonna get you. I don't think they are soon. No, they're gonna they come are. up with a car and give it to you for free. I'll be yeah. like, you know what, Steve Jobs, ghost of Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for visiting me, but no thank you. <laughs> Speaking of this, this is a good segue. Mm. So Amazon announced a partnership with the... Real- par- Realogy? Yeah, Real- which, which is the parent company. It's a parent company of several real estate brokerage franchises. So like Century 21, Coldwell Banker, and a few... Of, Sotheby's? Or, or Sotheby's. Yeah. Maybe not Coldwell Banker. Better Whoa. Homes and Gardens. There's like four or five. And they own, they're like the parent company. Yeah. So, anyways. So, what happens is when you buy a house through one of them and you go through the Amazon portal, hmm. Amazon, depending on your house purchase price, gives you between a thousand and five thousand dollars worth of Amazon products and services for your Check. house. <laughs> so, like, what? Free shipping for your entire life? I'm thinking more like. No, it's actually it does say it on the. Keep talking. Yeah, I'm thinking it's more like home automation stuff. They're trying to get those smart speakers. Everywhere, man. It, once one of those companies, they already have, or they're already starting to infiltrate mm-hmm. the home. But once it's to a point where you can't, say, you start developing habits where they're in the home, and you yeah. can't live without them. Okay. Boom! You're locked in that company. See, that's why I believe that I'm never gonna get into it. Like yeah. I, I just I don't believe in the smart speaker thing because I can type faster than ninety five percent of people. So mm-hmm. for me. The voice thing is not a... I find, for me, I get, like, texture thumb, or it's just, like, the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just, like, I do lots of dictation, whether it's drafting emails or... Yeah, you know that. I actually do quite a bit, too, yeah. personally. I find you say, um, 
but way less when you start <laughs> oh, yeah, doing yeah, yeah, yeah. it. That's true. <laughs> All probably those transitions, point, it's just but... massive pauses. Oh, you probably used fucking Dragon Naturally Speaking back in the day, too, or what? No, I remember people <laughs> in university having that, and I thought... Oh, Using what? Dragon Naturally Speaking. It was dictation software yeah, before yeah. there was dictation software. But, like, yeah. for, like, as a... St- like, all right, professor, go ahead. Boop. And yeah, then just, and they would just oh, sit okay. back and it types the whole class. Oh, but then you're, like, not even listening. That's a hack. Like, I like that. But then you're just... You're, you're memorizing just words and letters and symbols instead you're of not really understanding anything, right? principles. Well, I mean, I would argue a lot of schooling is just memorization anyway, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, I think yes and no. Yeah, okay. There's, okay, okay. <laughs> like, let's go. go. All right, yes. open this up. I love how we're getting away from this, though. Let's go. Let's take it back to this first for a second because so, he's doing some research. So for Amazon. currently with uh, your move-in benefit with Realogy... Is that how you would say that? Realogy? I don't yeah. know. It's, it's R-E-A-L-O-G-Y. I might Anyways. Need a blanket soon. So. <laughs> <laughs> my, I'm like, Alexa, get him a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Coddle him. Yeah. His nipples are hard. <laughs> they are. So, <laughs> Just for the record. So you get, so for a 400 to 699k purchase price, your package value is 2,500 bucks. Okay. So you get a thousand dollar credit towards your choice of services, including unpacking, cleaning, handyman, carpet cleaning, furniture assembly, and more. Uh, you get Amazon smart home products, so you get two Echo Spots, one Echo Show. Don't know what that is one Ring doorbell, one Sonos Beam, and one Eero Wi-Fi. And then Whoa. all products are installed by Amazon. So like you, you effortless. Know. Yeah. And then Amazon Move. So Amazon Move helps customers who are moving by. Providing convenient access to product services and Amazon programs that make relocating easier. Uh, Amazon Move customers receive a coupon for 10% off up to $200 of eligible pro- products shipped and sold by Amazon, yada, yada, yada. So, Was they... this a plug? No. <laughs> it's I like, was just reading it. So you have I'm it like, wait a top. second. Yeah. That was then, sneaky. If so it was. depending how much it goes up. So. 150k to 399k you get slightly less stuff and then if your home's over 700 grand you get four echoes echo spots two echo shows and a bunch of other crap so they can listen to you so they like yeah they it's actually quite a bit of smart stuff here so wow and i'm i'm not amazed by the amount of stuff you're getting or the ease that you get it but it's like think of what's happening like how how aggressively they're they're losing money on that they're yeah, but intrude. they don't care. They're, 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 they're long tails, and they, it's to get into every home. Oh yeah, like, oh. like oh, you don't want a smart speaker? Well, do it's bad. coming with the house. Yeah, exactly. I would be like, give me five fucking grand. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, so, whoa. Yeah, but it's kind of trippy looking at it because it's a good strategy. It is, and then it's if you look uh, at it, it's actually like within Amazon.com. So like. You'll be like, shop, I guess, shopping for homes on Amazon, right? So, I don't, I don't know if that's where they're going with it, because then you're going to compete directly with like the Zillow, Zillow and Zillow. Redfin. And- well, yeah, it's interesting, but I mean, they probably want to take take some share. Yeah, in I that don't know. space, anyways, cool. right? So, one thing I was thinking about is how big is Amazon like in Europe? No, no, I have clue. no idea. No idea. Yeah. Right? And I was also <laughs> thinking that. Exactly what we were talking about is that's essentially just a way to get the their products into your house. Yeah. And they've actually made some deals with home builders in the States to install that stuff on every single new build. Yeah, they'll just give it to them pro bono. Right. So holy smokes. If you're and, buying a house, oh. you get this stuff 
free of charge, but it's pre-installed. And you know as well as I do that people will go with this because it's so easy. It's effortless. They it, just go, that's, wait. That's the only is, way they would You just go click, click, and they'll install all this convenient stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they don't realize how much data they're giving to them. And, how much, yeah. and there's like, in my mind, there's two arguments. Some people are, are like, oh, no, I don't want any of my data out there. I don't want them listening. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other side of the coin where you go like, yeah, your life actually does get easier, mm-hmm. right? There's yeah. research out there that shows that women over the last decade have been having fewer kids, are working more, so you would think, okay, what's, what is that effect on their time? But research shows that they're spending more time with their kids than ever. Hmm. And you go, hmm. right? And you go, it's just crazy, right? Huh. Like They're spending a lot more time, and it's because of things like this. Automation. You know, yeah. instead of, like... Care, instead of, uh, yeah, it, I don't know, instead of being around your kids all the time or, I don't know, I'm going in circles here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it comes down to, like you said, like automation, all the convenience goods. Instead of being in the kitchen cooking and the kids playing outside, it's like you're just ordering food, mm-hmm. blah, 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 where it's mm-hmm. just freeing up so much time, right? But you're also allowing <clears throat> externalities yeah. to pretty much control yeah. every aspect of your life at that point, too. That's the other one, too. You, yeah, you, yeah, you got to wonder, like, how far removed you're going to start being from yourself. Well, it's going to be like Wally, point. man, and everybody sitting there fucking recliners you know, with their iPad in front of them. Yeah. Soda cans and just watching the screen right in front of them and... Like, can you imagine? Know. We'll get to the point where we all have bungalows with where we stand up, our hoverboard gets summoned, and then we just, it automates, it just brings us to the front door, and the door opens by itself, and then we go into our automated car, and it drives us to somewhere, and then we sit there and enjoy whatever we're enjoying. How much, like, uh, you don't even have to, like, think. You just, yeah, like, yeah. you just hop from machine to machine. Like, where, where is it, like, where is the, where is the intersect of like usefulness versus like detrimental i guess right because it's like in theory having like a vert like like a virtual assistant kind of following you around whatever would be nice to be like which you sort of do with yeah like siri Siri. arguably but to a point to a point but to a degree where it would be like well automating a lot of your day or where like shit i'm out of salt or whatever and then it just orders it for you right and you gotta wonder too like once you do have things, say like Siri, mm-hmm. and you go, oh, but it reminds me of all these things, and yeah. it does all this stuff. Like, what if, because of the convenience, or because of this, you started using it more, so you thought, oh, now that I have this, do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, before... Like, you, you start using your brain less, kind of, is that That's what you're 100%, saying? That's 100%. It's like, stuff atrophy. Well, yeah, that, that, that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Atrophies, for sure. But I'm saying, see, like you... For example, like, how did you normally shop in the past? You'd probably just write things on a list mm-hmm. over and over and over, and eventually you had this list on your fridge, and then when you went to shop, you just rip it off the fridge and go to the store. Yeah. And now you're like, say you didn't grow up with that, or you didn't realize that that's an option for whatever reason. So now every time you think of like, oh, I need broccoli, you go like, hey, Siri, oh, I hope it was in queue. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you just ask the machine, yeah. hey, remind me to get broccoli when I get home. And then you drive a bit further, and then at work a thought comes up. You go, hey, remind me to do that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then you think and you tell other people, oh, you know, I, this virtual assistant is so useful because every mm-hmm. time I think of whatever on my grocery list, I can just tell the machine yeah. and it remembers. Mm-hmm. But it's like, is it actually making your life simpler or... You know, because the list version, maybe the list version actually took less time out of your day mm. and actually took less brain power. And, you know, and then now, maybe, I don't mm. know. 
interest. So like you would sit down before the store, write down whatever items, yeah. And then when like, you get home, you're like, shit. Well, I guess I wait till next week to eat. Right. Life is simple or whatever. Right. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. So it's like yeah. all these convenience items. Maybe because we're using them, we then think that they're useful to us. Right. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. That it's like a chicken or egg problem. Right. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, this, yeah. is this convenient or is it convenient because I use it? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder like how much tech yeah. what, is like, like actual times. Uh, I would argue a lot of tech is making problems to solve with tech. Dude, like ver- okay, Peloton, good on them for selling so many damn exercise bikes. Yeah. But really, they're like the rage where everyone's going. Oh, it feels like you're outside. Like. Or you or know, you could go how about or it has go just go outside. <laughs> right. like, like this is so simple. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. in your house yeah, or yeah, wherever. Yeah. And I understand. I don't know. You can make up all the excuses in the world, but I'm pretty sure outside is pretty close to wherever you are. Yeah. Right. Unless you're in the Pentagon, because it's pretty you're far. Locked in a prison somewhere. Yeah, or something. Yeah. But you probably don't have Peloton virtual reality bikes. Yeah, probably too. not. But there's a huge fucking tweet thread, and it was just making fun of Peloton commercials because it was like <laughs> it would literally be the like bike outside they were making fun of it was like yeah I ride my Peloton in my 10 million dollar penthouse <laughs> in the middle of New York City and then there's another one it was like I ride my Peloton in my like rock garden like yeah it was, it was just I'll, I'll find that thread for you there, and i'll send it to you i mean it's there's some maybe, pretty fucking it's, funny stuff it's in theory decent marketing right just for like looking good and stuff but like that is your target demographic yeah right? oh for sure dude but, then it, but think like, of it just, it's, it's just looking so good to who right? so, or to yeah, what yeah, yeah. it's like it's totally just you got to give it to them though the, the exercise bike i mean how old? When do you think the first exercise bike was invented? Probably the 60s or something oh, like that. Or probably, probably before that. Yeah. Like, yeah. since there was probably, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, bikes? This is a Picture like, radio. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah Since yeah, that yeah, was yeah. invented. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And Peloton somehow just reinvented so really, it. Yeah, the, it's really interesting, right? So. I always go back to Juice Row. To what, sorry? Juicero, do you know what that is? <laughs> no. Juicero was a Silicon Valley-funded juicer. Okay. Okay. Oh, is that the thing with the bags? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, you had to use the Juicero bags. Brilliant. With the proprietary Juicero Juice. sque- squeezer. Yeah. But they found out that you could simply squeeze the bag with your hand. And, the- and, and also, <laughs> like, the bags went bad within, like, three three to five days or something. Come on. So you had to continually purchase more. Okay, you got to wonder if that was intent or if that was yeah. the result. They yeah. See, I, a lot of people said it was like a case, because that was when Silicon Valley was like running away with like... Anything. Investment. Everything is a startup for yeah. like, we're going to revolutionize cucumber farming or whatever, right? Like <laughs> yeah. Cucumber mining. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. But like, it, it was something where it was like a non-problem to a non-solution and like dressed up so fancy and like wow. did they even like have i think they had an ipo or something no they got funding no. from google they, though oh yeah they had a like google funded some funding rounds i, I don't i, I don't want to say the amount but i want to say it was, it was a lot of money it was and it was such a simple like squish lever squish motion that it was like <laughs> it was a wi-fi connected fucking juicer get some <laughs> <laughs> why did it have internet <laughs> there, hey there's there, probably reasons I don't they want to put right Wi-Fi now. in fucking everything, right? And yeah. you got to be like, do I need that? 
Do I need that? Okay, actually, I was looking at, uh, it was Tim, I don't know why, I'm OCD and, like, all in about sleep hacking right now. Okay, yeah. And it's, like, my current obsession topic, besides breaking my bike record to work, but, (laughs) um, it gets, like, dangerous. Like, especially, okay, on the bike topic, the earlier you go in the morning, the cooler it is. Right. So you don't heat up as much when you're, like, all out sprint the entire way, mm. right? So I'm like, awesome. So I keep going earlier and earlier and earlier. The downside is the fastest route is through the forest. And in the forest, there's like lots of moisture. So if it's really early, lots of moisture and it's cool, that path gets slick. Mm. And because I'm trying to go faster and faster and faster every day, it's like every corner becomes so sketchy where I can feel my tires sliding and I'm like, must smash record. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyway. Yeah. So one day you're gonna. Do you have like a shower at work and stuff, or like yeah. do you just show up like? <laughs> morning, guys. He wears he just wears his yeah. pouring he sweat like this, like this. Where's his suit biking? Yeah. <laughs> just no, I have has honestly, mud all over it. Yeah. So anyway, last quarter's number is <laughs> like, are you okay, sir? Yeah. yeah. Like, um. Anyway, sleep packing though. Yeah, we kind of. Oh, yeah, both of us are interested in that. Before we get off the the bike topic, the fastest suit I wear biking is honestly like I hike up these shorts as high as I can go, and then just no shirt because it's way too much. Clothes have so much resistance; it's insane. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! You're trying to play it up for a female demographic. But there's maybe one girl that watches this show. Sorry to tell you. I'm not. I'm like, this is the truth. <laughs> yeah, mom. <laughs> I feel like a swimmer. I sort of got him like, should I shave my own body? <laughs> do it, bro. See what happens. Do the do the statistical analysis. And I have happens. enough data right now where it's like, I just go, okay, should I, what if I, like I have butter coffee in the morning and I go, okay, I have a ton of, it's like usually two butter coffees and they have two tablespoons each. So like. You know, quarter cup of the butter before I start my bike ride. Yeah, and you're just over there laughing like, "What the hell?" I've heard of that. I've never really had. I don't think I've ever. Had so that you've been before, le- reading but... a lot of fucking Dave Asprey, <laughs> a lot of Tim Ferriss. Dude, I've been butter coffeeing since like 2011. Have you? Or sorry, 2013 when it was invented by what's his name? Bulletproof guy. Yeah, that's. Dave I think Asprey. it was like early 2013. That's when Dave you... Asprey. I'm I'm reading one of his books right now. Oh but... yeah. Yeah. OG. Yeah. You gotta wonder if it's like. He, is that the guy who came up with the butter coffee? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Bulletproof every like the oh, bulletproof brand. Okay. With yeah. his yeah. coffee beans. Have you seen how expensive his coffee beans are? See, that's where he I'm gets pretty you. sure they are pretty What? Yeah, yeah, he's like, this coffee, bulletproof coffee will not work unless it's my beans. Yeah, suck like, a cock, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no way. I'm like, if I don't have butter in my coffee, it's like just great tasting bean juice and it's cool. But you put butter in there, and it's like, it, it's the difference between like perking you up versus like, who's the Australian guy that would like punch alligators and Steve Irwin? No, uh, Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I'm not punching and wrestling alligators. Steve. And, oh, know. Steve Irwin was wrestling. Yeah, that, that yeah. was like the, that's the difference between butter coffee and just normal coffee. Anyway, I'm like just super plugging butter coffee. Well, there's really nothing to sell there, so thanks for giving us <laughs> that affiliate link, bro. <laughs> what was the name of the brand? Bulletproof. Bulletproof. Yeah. I, there's also Black Rifle, which is like this... Yep. I don't know. I mix those mm. two names. That's a that's a veteran-owned business or something. Huh. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I was saying to a, a friend of mine the other day, I'm like, I should start up a butter like brand that's specifically formulated for different kinds of coffee. 
because it's to a point where I go to coffee shops and I ask them if they have butter and they look at me crazy and I spend the next two minutes explaining like which butters to use in which coffee types mm. and which one's the best and what like how to mix it properly and eventually they're like writing things down. So do you use and a then, blender? No, or... <laughs> you're like, all right, let's get that's into how you're this. Spo- I thought yeah. That's how you're supposed to do it. So it's at like, least. it just separates after a while. Yeah, it does. So I think the key is like, sure, for me... I used to do the blending thing, but it just shoots everywhere, and okay. it becomes a mess. You just you make need more a better dishes. Blender, but <laughs> you have lids, you know, for those. What's that? No, no time for those. No time. This I have no time for blending. <laughs> no time for blending. It's like put it in the coffee, give her a quick mix, and while it's still like I don't know, not it's like suspended in the coffee instead of yeah. right on the surface. Yep. Just pound it back. It's sure it'll be hot, but whatever. It's you're about to just rip apart the world, so yeah, like t- take it hot, and it cools it down enough with the butter. Yeah, mm. fair enough, fair enough. We're gonna t- go ahead. I'm okay, not- now that we uh, now that we got Phil all nice and swaddled up here. <laughs> <laughs> it happens when you're trying to hit lean goals. Lean goals. I, I have zero insulation left. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, I never get hot when I sleep though. Yeah. Going back to the butter coffee thing, you're like me. You caffeine hits you like a motherfucker, right? Yeah, it's aggressive. Yeah. Like cannot do, if it's well, like caffeine has say like a half life of what six hours? I think so. Yeah, I swear it's like twenty five, twenty four hours for me. Like <laughs> it, it, it isn't actually. Yeah. you're like I don't think that's how hmm. science works. Yeah, but. yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. But no, I'd say my limit is always two p.m. is like high risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's got to be definitely. 100 milligrams or less, but yeah. if it's a normal coffee, it's usually 11 a.m., that's cutting it, or else I can't fall asleep. Yeah. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Actually, the same with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I started putting matcha in my shakes, though, that I have at, like, around 2 o'clock, and that's, yeah. that'll get me through the rest of the day, but... Holy smokes. Yeah. I find, like, I upped my water game probably four or five-fold, and it's done a tremendous amount to, say, like... Energy levels, body composition, sleep. I feel younger, mm. look older. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, more handsome. <laughs> How much water? Because you actually told me one day and I didn't believe you. But No, straight up. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to drink a gallon of water a day. So I converted it from gallons to liters. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's about six bottles of it's like 21 ounces or whatever. So Yeah, a gallon is four liters, I think, right? Give or take. A, gal- a gallon of milk? Yeah. 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 Remember okay. the GoMad diet? Yeah, we talked about we that. We talked about this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, worst, remember, like, old Such school bodybuilding is ridiculous. Yeah. So, like, yeah. how to get jacked. That's drink, strength. Yeah. Like, here you go, and you're like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, calm uh, down. Ah, fuck you guys. I'm drinking a gallon of milk a day. I don't yeah, I drink it in one big sling. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just go home and crush a gallon can't wait one sip I remember there was some bodybuilder on like bodybuilding.com forums way back in the day and he was like I was doing the go mad but I was he was a security officer so he had to sit and watch screens for like 18 hours or something right so he would drink the bottle of milk at work yeah. and then he would just piss right back in the bottle no <laughs> so much come milk. on <laughs> oh dude yeah, this is good, a good. like very tight segue into eating competition topics. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what were we saying just before this? Caffeine, 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 butter, coffee, butter, coffee, go mad. Uh, what were we saying uh, before go mad? We were talking about something. So it happens when you get three dudes I in know. an extremely cold and we're studio. all ADD. Yeah, I know. We're like, so, exactly. So we're all okay. like all over the place. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
you know when you, it's like the Star Wars scenes where there's just the laser shots, like pew pew in all yeah, directions. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah, like right. us, like, like eighty us. people in one room. That's it's a like good point. Just hmm. gunshots. There's something I was listening to the other day about ADD, and they think it's far more prevalent than they have let on. Hmm. They think that over fifty percent of the population has it, but that it's actually a good thing because you focus on the things that actually interest you mm-hmm. and the things that don't interest you you just don't give a fuck about hmm. and if that's the definition of what ADD is I have it to the nth degree well it's something that like see it's interesting because I recall like the rate of ADD has gone up significantly mm-hmm. but then if you look at what the, the DSM it says like this percent of the population has it but it's a range of like 4 to 16 percent or something like that mm-hmm. so like it's it's kind of one that's hard to define, right? Mm. And then some people argue that, like, the increasing rate is just due to undisciplined kids sort of thing, too, right? So, yeah, no. Say your piece, because I, I, I have a take on it, yeah. but... Nah, no comment. No comment. Yeah, I, I know, think I'm it like, would be, like, know, more so... I, I don't know, I'm not an expert in the topic, yeah. or, yeah. like, no, I didn't Neither them. Neither no, am I. No, no. But I'm, I, I'm that, someone who thinks that, like, the formal education system, like... <laughs> does not work in, like, elementary school and stuff. Does not... uh, It's not tailored to, like, any kind of creative thinking. Like, it's very structured and stuff, and it it is actually designed around, like, a... It's like a Prussian system to teach uh, obedience and submission to... For sure, yeah. Because it's, like, realistically, we need... Our society and the way it works, it's, like, we need a lot of people that... To just do jobs at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, right? It's, like, but if everyone was super creative making their own thing etc it's like yeah then the machine wouldn't work right because it's it is what it is Mm -hmm. um yeah i also think that people learn differently too though right so yeah if you're teaching in a classroom setting and johnny's not getting it because he learns by doing Mm -hmm. instead of watching a teacher speak is johnny dumber than everybody else no, no. Yeah. right. Well, he just that, learns. That's kind of what I'm going is it's yeah. not malleable, and then people who don't don't fit in that system are kind of slapped with ADD sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't think you should be giving drugs to kids at <laughs> no. four years old to try and sedate them so they can. I'm yeah. surprised. Like, it's interesting how you look at specifically the U.S. banking system. You have okay. Let's say they got. How would you say this? So, the banks in 2008, they obviously got bailed out, right? And everyone complained about it mm-hmm. in the U.S. I'm unsure about Canada. I'm assuming so as well, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, oh, okay, how is it that, you know, they can take on all the risk, but they have all, they don't have any of the consequence. That was, like, the common kind of mm-hmm. theme that people yeah. thought. All the upside, no downside. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's isn't the same kind of thing true? with schools if you think about it it's like students come in you have 100% of the risk because you take on this loan or not loan you just you're taking time out of your life yeah you, you, it's some sort of dollar value can be attached to that time or dollars and sure. youth or whatever yeah and the school takes on none of the risk it's like very similar thing hmm. but in one case in banking everyone's like oh the criminals blah 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 there's such a one-sided deal yeah and then you look at the the school system and people go Oh, like let's toss more money towards this, and you think like, whoa! But I get it. It's like that's very surface level comparison. Hmm. But like to open up an argument, 
And I understand it's like, yes, but, mm-hmm. like, a more educated country, we'll say, or, like, populous, populous yeah. it's, it, it'll make us just better as a whole, right? And some schools, and that's only some, right? You look at a, a lot of schools that are case-based, those are changing, it's not just, like, memorizing facts and regurgitating them later in life or, like, right. a very hard or technical skill. Yep. It's, like, you're creating, you're changing the way that people think, and you're changing the way, or, like really pulling out the leadership potential in people mm-hmm. and those are the people that go on to do massive massive changes in our societies hmm. so i'm like you know just open up the argument yeah no i think that's a good good point i just feel that like education and a formal setting don't have to be so like they're linked in our society and that's how we think yeah. of education mm-hmm. and school are the same thing Whereas, I mean, there's self-education mm-hmm. going beyond, like, yeah. if you're interested in something, there exists this vast library of information called mm-hmm. the internet if you wanted to Is learn it, something. Don't right? you wish you would have, like, I don't know about you guys, but I found that, um, like, I look at some people who, say, are my colleagues or people that I've met in business or whatever, and the lessons that they teach their kids, like, mm-hmm. and these are mostly wealthy people or people that are fairly successful in their field yeah the lessons that they teach their kids are incredible and it's stuff that you for me at least i wasn't exposed to that until i was say in my early 20s where i'm like whoa this is how the world actually works mm-hmm. and i wish those are the things that you were taught in school like in like grades one through 12 type yeah of thing. okay where it's like what okay. sort of things oh <laughs> I'm like, where start. do I even start? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Basic finance. Right. Here's how to budget. Here's how to be disciplined about your budget. Here's like, here's how to take a product. Here, go try and sell it to the world, and mm-hmm. you'll see that you just get stomped on. Yeah. Or hey, here's what like, doing something, because you know it's gonna pay dividends in three, five, ten, fifteen, twenty years. Let's say today it has like first order pain. But as second and third order positive benefit, yeah. say for example, investing, I don't know, eating healthy foods, all mm-hmm. kinds of things that, let's say, when you're older in life, or when you're older, I find you take better care, for me at least, it's like, say, drinking a lot of water, having a healthy diet, all that stuff, you only start doing that, or from what I see from my surroundings, is when you actually need to do it, hmm. right? Or when you have a goal attached to it. Yeah. But then I look at some either colleagues or people that I've met in business that have kids that are younger and they're successful, the people that I've met that are successful in their field, and they're teaching their kids these things at a very early age. And it's like, I wonder why we don't push that harder in, like, say, elementary where it's like, or we're more strict about it. Right. Or it becomes, like, fundamental I I would even say where, because, like, obviously everyone needs a basically like a basic level of reading and arithmetic for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it becomes a point where like, yeah, why, why do you take the same subjects yeah. from, you know, junior high through for 12 years? Yeah. For yeah. 12 years. Right. So yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a really interesting point. Or even the, uh, like, why are we learning about like, yeah, some random culture in a random in country where you're yeah. like, okay, hold up. Like, what yeah. can we use this time elsewhere to do something? Right. You right. know what I mean? Or yeah. even like, something like where it's like, okay, you have to choose two out of three physics, chemistry, or biology. It's like, well, what if I want to do zero, right? Like, yeah. What, yeah. Why? Or do what Germany does, where they they put you into a certain stream, and I think it's grade nine, okay, the last yeah. I checked, where, oh, excuse me, if they look at you and they go, okay, this guy's very strong in math, or whatever, he's probably going to be an engineer, or she might be 
let's say she might be an electrical engineer, you might be a mechanical engineer, and starting at a young age, they just go, okay, all your courses are that. Mm-hmm. Like, you just... Yeah. yeah. But even that's, like, maybe an overcorrection where... You're putting people in your box at that point. From a young you age, might, right? You might be so, right. Yeah. Just, I feel like... Like, it should be almost something where, like... <laughs> and obviously, I'm just, like, speaking from what I... My, you know... Life exposure. <laughs> my life exposure. Yeah, criticism that's, what, that's the point I'm coming from, too. Right? Yeah. Like, I might where it's, like, so maybe, wrong. like, come, like, let's say, like, grade 7 or 8, like, up to that is would be normal and then mm-hmm. from there on it would almost be like a like free time but you you're kind of learning about whatever you want right like, I was having, like super independent sort of thing yeah i was having this conversation with my mom and you remember like gifted and talented program or yeah whatever, right yeah. so it was like, i was in that and so was josh so no big deal so. i was far from it yeah. <laughs> well i'm I was gonna in say, that special reading class yeah i'm gonna say actually two things though is one if you start calling kids gifted and talented what are all the other kids yeah yeah one yeah so that's well, i think they've all like I'm sure they've renamed it something Renamed else. it and then probably... Flex time class or... Yeah, <laughs> Feel good, happy, wait, good time. Wait, because yeah. the world has become so, like, sensitive on every mm-hmm. subject, what do you think they would actually call yeah. those classes? Well, even... I, I feel know. like when we were in junior high, it was still... It was called, like, Accelerated, which was, like, yeah. a step You're down. elite. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's not quite, like, gifted and talented, like, stamp, you guys are better than the others, but it's still, like... A little demeaning, I think, right? Yeah. So, like, it's interesting, though, because you're just better than others at whatever topic, mm-hmm. they're, whatever criteria they're using as that measurement standard. Yeah, I think yeah. they do, like, right? unfortunately, I think they use, like, standardized tests, right? Yeah. So you do essentially an IQ test at grade three and nine and yeah. see where, or three, six, and nine and see where the kid lies. I always, I was always in, like, the top percentile across the country in those. Yeah. But then marks, I think because I just, didn't care about school period mm-hmm. it was always just motocross hockey yeah. Yeah. snowboarding yeah. girls like yeah. anything that was cool yeah and like under stimulated by that structured class yeah. too right so well i i have a question for you is, mm. do you think people get good at things because they're talented or because they actually enjoy them because if you the going back to the conversation we were just having of having a choice of what courses to take and stuff and you choose the things that actually interest you mm-hmm. and you get world class at them because they actually interest you is that because you were talented or because you actually enjoyed it and you worked hard at it or is it yeah i don't know i look at like you know you hear the saying all the time oh do what you love and never work mm-hmm. a day in your life yeah, yeah. you got to wonder how many people like let's say because of their surroundings let's say their parents were both I don't know, doctors. Mm. And then by default, that's what they're around all the time. That's what they knew. That's how yep. they knew how to act. That's what they heard talking. Yeah, they eventually, let's them. say they fast forward, they become a doctor. Yeah. And they, let's say they haven't had enough introspection to know if that's actually what they want to do, their passion. Mm-hmm. But let's say they just become really good at it. They yep. become a good doctor, a good researcher, good whatever. And then that becomes their thing where they're like, I love this so much. Mm-hmm. Because maybe it's because they're, they're more satisfied by let's say like winning or say the accomplishment or you know that whole process of going from that kid all the way to becoming a doctor like how much that changed you in terms of say your personality and your your tendencies and whatnot that was so rewarding that they're like i love what i do Mm -hmm. but i don't know what would you say it's like the reverse almost yeah i would say it's a combination of all of the above and i think the best thing like tidbit of advice was like 
yeah, do what you're passionate, blah, 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 about. But then someone kind of said, yeah, but it's very easy to be passionate about something when it's going well, right? Oh, that's, so that's what I mean. So yeah, yeah. You're and good at it. You start getting more yeah, passionate about yeah, it. And, so it yeah. should be like something you're good at. Yeah. But then like, could you become good at anything? Probably. At least you should probably choose something like, it that you find you like enjoy, but yeah. to a degree naturally excel at because you will probably have more yeah. of a talent like, for that. I right? could probably so. become a fighter pilot. Or yeah. fighter jet pilot, yeah. but I wouldn't fit in the plane, yeah, so yeah, it would yeah, like sure. it would be a really yeah, big problem. Like, you know, <laughs> if I took if I took vocal lessons every day for like the next fifteen years, yeah, I could be become an okay singer. Yeah. But would that pay off anything? Mm. Maybe. All, highly unlikely, right? <laughs> 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 like, so, I mean, it would you know be your I mean? personal enjoyment, yeah. I hey, suppose. Yeah. But unless you like flipped it somehow or used mm-hmm. it to your advantage you're like I'm the singing realtor and you just like sang <laughs> when you did tours yeah, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. yeah but I don't know I think I think it's something vocals. where like I think it's a self-perpetuating cycle and it, it really is in the like, regard of like one could argue that because of your nature and nurture you might be more interested in these topics mm-hmm. so you generally pull towards these fields and find the one you're good at and blah blah, blah. but it's all like it kind of so maybe in elementary school we should be introducing like a vast amount of options. Oh, I was just about to say. Yeah, yeah. So along that line, and like kind of relating back to post-secondary, I firmly believe that universities and colleges should, and whether, you know, I'm probably going to get a ton of backlash for this, is just allow the kids to do way more risky things. Say like, instead of just pretending to start a business, it's like, okay, yeah, uh-huh. actually invest in them. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, in my mind, it's like, you don't have a family, you don't have kids, your housing is totally fine, everything's either on loan or paid for. Realistically, that's the point in your life where you probably have the least amount of risk and the most amount of, like, look at who's around you. It's all t- young, motivated, smart people, and, like, mm-hmm. tons of profs that have seen lots of stuff, tons of access to pe- people in industry that have a lot of influence, like... That's ripe for taking risk, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say it explodes, and it's like, oh no, you know, wh- what are you really losing? Like, you don't have a house, you don't have kids, you don't have mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Although, I mean, university is also a demographic of eighteen to fifty-five, right? So. Come on, <laughs> it's like this huge yeah, yeah. spike at yeah. at yeah. twenty-one kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. but I'm I just would, saying. I would even say to that point, like. In a strategy they could implement tomorrow would be like get rid of elective sort of thing. Like I think most, mm. I don't know. I felt like I'm totally against that actually. Yeah, I don't know. I think like like I'm against your opinion, not electives. Just for clarity, rip the shirt. Let me say this. So <laughs> don't do that. Like a a degree <laughs> should be pretty bare bones for like if you're gonna have a degree in accounting of like you need your core structured path. But like yeah. and then I guess this is I'm about to define electives, but outside of that it should almost be like go do what you want sort of thing so, i suppose yeah but i would say that electives at so least like give technical you... school yeah 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 i can like... see go yeah ahead. if i mean in my mind if you want to go more than just like let's say you're accountant and then you become like a, a, a senior associate and then mm-hmm. like we'll call it manager and then senior manager and like let's say a big four for example mm-hmm. um like when do you need to pull on those soft skills that you learn and let's say psych electives or like for me for example mm-hmm. like almost all my electives were in psych specifically yeah, yeah. specifically in social psych yeah because i was obsessed with like social dynamics yeah and i look at like how that's helped me in 
and that's why I'm biased this way. Yeah. It's yeah. helped us close a deal that was net over $23 million based, like that's profit, net profit on it, based on different like ticks and body language things and mm-hmm. like the way that the conversation dynamics were happening. Mm-hmm. We like knew a weak point. We went like, let's target this guy without revealing too much. It's like, we knew to go after one guy specifically because the deal meant more to him than it did to the person who was the actual decision maker. Mm-hmm. So we started putting more attention in into the guy mm-hmm. who we knew it meant more to him for uh, various reasons. Mm-hmm. And he eventually put more influence to the actual decision maker to make the deal close. Right. Fascinating. And but, it's like, I only learned a lot of that stuff because of the electives. Hmm. Intriguing. But then... If we could go really meta with it, if you had like let's pretend uh, in a scenario where university essentially became technical school, where you only did like the core competencies, yeah, could we not argue that you had that natural uh, no interest way. and no. you would read b- books about oh, it? like uh, you're right, so you I did would read... take a lot of initiative right. to read about psychology, influence, persuasion, yeah, uh, social psych, right? Yeah, possibly. Mm-hmm. I think some of right. the things. Because yeah. I feel like you can learn a lot about that outside of school too, right? There's so. also like, and yes, I, yeah. I still to this day read every morning. It's like a show. It's on my home screen where it's every morning I read about new social psych, specifically like social dynamics, any type of new research that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Huh. And, yeah. but that only came about because you know like you had to take the courses. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, the saying where they say, uh, you don't know what you don't know. So because I took social psych, I went, hey, this seems cool. Mm-hmm. Then that led to that initial exposure, which led to the trigger, which led to the, like, insane depth, where you just keep going deeper and deeper, and mm-hmm. you apply yeah. it every day, and, yeah, you know? I would but, argue it's twofold, though. Like, yes, you could have had it based on the courses, but also you could have read yeah. a book on the topic. Yeah. For me, for example, computer science, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm fully self-taught programmer, right? Mm-hmm. That didn't come about from school. That was no. me going down the rabbit hole of yeah. the last you got to wonder, decade. though, like, how much of that... Like, this totally serendipity, though, right? Yeah. I mean, how did you know mm-hmm. to start looking into that and start going... You know what I mean? It's like guys I don't who know, get obsessed. I don't, think, I don't think you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. I think... Well, see, yeah, that's even something for, like... You know, I've, uh, like, sort of had the thought going, like, even, like, you and I have this conversation, like, going, let's say, more entrepreneurial, right, yeah. after school is, like, you can't help but think, like, oh, man, like, I wish I had just started on this when I was 18, but your school experience, in Boom. theory, put you... I know. I had this argument. my mindset. Oh, and yeah. Those yeah. experiences, especially, and I would even credit it to going to McEwen over uh, other universities you, yeah, U of a that or whatever. gave me a little more like open like just a more open uh well mindset i guess but like i didn't know the word mindset at the time but just yeah. be more open to that and then those experiences in theory push me that way right mm-hmm. honestly i was thinking about this today actually mm-hmm. i'm like okay it's weird that literally 10 years ago i was making more money in the trades than i am today and you'd probably see it all over social media. They'd be like, oh my God, like, what an idiot. You could have been in the trades and made more money and started Mm -hmm. a business and done blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, but here's the problem. When I was making that much money, I didn't know how to manage money. I didn't know how to start a business. All I knew (laughs) what to do is like, 
take expensive flights to Whistler or Bear Mountain and go ride for a weekend and like just blow money. You yeah. know what I mean? I'd like there's so many if I knew what I knew know now mm-hmm. and I was in that trade scenario, I would never go to school. Yeah. Right? But it's like, yeah, how But fun. it's impossible for and that's have why fun. you can't yeah. really have regrets because you're only looking at your past through the lens and knowledge that you currently have. Oh yeah. And yeah. you need to know that person was arguably different in that they don't yeah that person would have like been perpetually broke even though he was getting paid more exactly and like hated life and all kinds of stuff I mean I like I'm a pretty firm believer that if any person like if you could travel back in time and talk to your younger self (laughs) or your older version self or an older (laughs) version of you came to you tomorrow you'd be like fuck that guy <laughs> right very like, true yeah. oh yeah. i like don't know would, man i look I, at my future I self like you, i feel like you wouldn't like listen to them maybe like if they're like don't do this or do this or whatever you'd be like nah i'll be different yeah like, but that's really of, that's how 20 man, though that's at the age how, of 20 or like I 18 18 i don't yeah. know right that's See, not even going back how, to university though but i think that's how men naturally are to most degree, yeah. for sure yeah right and I think that's just kind of human nature to be like yeah no no i'll be different right so i don't know when i went to university it was like I visualized myself in four years and then 10 years and whatever. And I went like, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm going to be. This is how I'm going to be seen by the world. This is what I'm going to be doing. And it is what I'm doing today. Like almost, it's like almost there. Yeah. Right. But it's in, in the process kind of thing. But I think that's a bit rare because most people go to university. They have no clue what they want to do. Yeah. But which I charge, which I guess we could bring full circle and say that that is that stepping stone that, pushes you in whatever direction right Mm -hmm. totally yeah i just personally believe that you should always be seeking like you should always continually be trying to learn about something regardless of what it is i was struggling with this about like nine months ago or so where i was pretty much that like where it's just words where i was a strong proponent of like yeah you should always be learning you should always be reading blah 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 blah. but i like never actually did it okay and it's crazy what happens to you when you actually start doing it every huh. single day like it sounds so basic yeah but uh so you mean like you were you were in the mindset to learn but you weren't actually doing it or what do you mean say like i'd read yeah but it's i wasn't reading for example like i'd read business books but it's there's a huge difference between just reading words yeah versus let's say you start putting notes on the margin then you start linking those ideas or you start thinking about like what's what's the main idea that I'm trying to get across or the author's trying to get across. Okay. And then you start linking that to say other ideas or books that you've read in the past. Mm-hmm. And then you have a business context in your mind like say your current business and you go, how does this apply to my business? And then like how can I, right? And then you start pulling ideas out of that and then you go, okay, now how can I apply this tomorrow or today? And then like building and building and building and then you know, a couple of weeks later, you review the book, that kind of thing. Yeah. Because, yeah, I used to always just be like, oh, yeah, you should read books all the time. They're amazing. And then yeah. I realized, like, I was reading words, but I wasn't, like, communicating thoughts into my brain kind of thing. Okay. But major, major difference. Game changer. So That's reading for the sake of reading sort of thing. or Yeah. Is that ver- what... Versus, like, because, I don't well, know. Well, I think, like, do, so are you someone who would read, like, like, yeah, business books, typically. 100%. That's, yeah. like, the only thing. See, I felt like yeah. that's my thing, too. And, like, I've read lots of those, and we've probably read a lot of the same ones. But I do – I always feel like there's a point where it's, like – They're saying the same thing. That. Dude, and then start also, reading old books. Yeah. And then they start to repeat. <laughs> and then also you're, like, okay, like, I, I, you need to go, like, 
do them eventually, right? Like, yeah, okay, that was so, the struggle that yeah. I was having big time because you kind of get caught always reading. Because right? reading oh. could be masturbatory, yes. essentially that you're you're sitting there reading a book, feeling like you're doing something, but you're not. But you're not. That's that's what Instagram is, man. That's 100. Think of it. Think of it. Yeah. You yeah. get like a little shot in the arm where every time you see a quote or an inspirational picture or whatever, you're like, oh, this is beneficial to me, and you keep scrolling. But is it? Is it really? Like, yeah. how many times have you seen a quote on Instagram? And try this next time. Look at a quote and be like, yeah, this is why I'm on Instagram. This is beneficial to my life. And then as soon as you see that quote, put your phone down and try and say the quote out loud. You'll probably not be able to remember it. Hmm. And that's, it's like, that's how little of an impact it actually has on your life. Right. But yet you're like, this is good for me. Keep scrolling. Right? <laughs> like, womp, womp. <laughs> so you don't read fiction then? No. No? Why? I, I don't know why. Like, you don't read, like, the classics? Like, no. I'm trying to think. I think I was like, the first book I ever read, I was 20 years old. Okay. And it was like, okay. I went, how am I going to business? So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I used to pick up business books, social okay. psych books. The reason that I ask is because if you read fiction, for example, if you read it for more of the context of what the author was trying to communicate, yeah. for example, character building and stuff, it's mm-hmm. their thoughts on and commentary on certain aspects of society and getting into kind of, I mean, I feel like it would play very much into your, your social dynamics type of thing. I'm still my, I don't think I'm mature enough where like my brain's not mature enough where I'm still in the process of learning, like say just not basic, but like say business principles and leadership principles and all those things, like still building and building and building and building. Yeah. I don't think I'm at a point yet where, Maybe maybe I could be wrong, but I feel as if I'm still in that stage where I'm still like have so much to learn. You mm. know, like Dunning Kruger, the big old curve where it goes straight up. Yep. And then when you're at the top, or people that are super confident, they like think they know a lot. Well, it's competence, consciousness of competence, and all that. Yeah, you know and it's like about? where mm. the curve, it like it for people listening, it's like it spikes up really quick, and that's the amount of confidence that you have. Mm-hmm. And then on the that's when you first begin. Yeah, What's and you're the like name of this Dunning du- the Dunning Kruger, and then it, it it pretty much Dunning Kruger effect maybe. Effect, so it then the curve. Ah, here we go. Okay, the curve pretty much just is. plummets yeah. thereafter. So it looks yeah. like a giant like. Uh, it's like I'm a genius. No, I'm not. Well, then you realize how little you know, right? Mm-hmm. And then your confidence starts going. Your confidence pretty much hits a rock bottom. That yeah. was me like nine, twelve months ago. Okay, because like coming out of school, it's like. Say, you know, I have a laundry list of top 1% achievements. And then, so I got out of school like, yeah, I'm the shit. And then you realize how little, little you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's, I think that's like the main reason why I don't pick up nonfiction yet. Yeah. Because you realize like, oh my gosh, you actually know nothing. And it's just bonkers, hmm. you know. We belong to the school of... Just fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I also think like any true like to be a really smart person, like the smartest people know how much they don't know, right? Yeah. Like yeah. there's a lot like it's a big strength to know that there's people out there significantly smarter than you. In well, special particularly in specialized fields and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. I, I think part of that is even like you have to take a step back and acknowledge yourself of like, yeah, like I, I don't know everything. And that's how you like start to learn. Right. Like 
to be someone who's like, I want to learn more. I'm always learning. Yeah. You need to kind of have that introspection and like acknowledge like I'm not the greatest who has ever set foot on the face of the earth. And, Fuck, dude. Like, but mo- if, I feel like yeah. most people don't. If right? you have yeah. if you have that attitude, you're gonna get destroyed. Like mm-hmm. someone's gonna come along and just like actually just demolish you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I realized uh, like how little I knew. Probably about like three months after I got out of university, and I remember it's like, you know, you try and do everything you possibly can in a project or whatever, and it's a construction project, and I remember I'm like, oh yeah, I can manage this, no big deal. Like it looks so easy. You just manage numbers, and like you know, it's hundred million dollars. How do you, you know, it's probably not that easy to manage. Mm-hmm. And then you have your first few meetings with like general contractors and project managers and that kind of stuff, and then you see how good they are at like. Just straight up, there'll be a guy that's hired just to model out, say, like, Gantt charts. Yeah. And then you realize how little, you know, you're like, oh, my good God, right? Mm. Then it's, I don't know, it's an ignorance check, too. I also have no desire to be the smartest person in the room. And if you are, there's a problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I just, I feel that if I can talk to the smartest person in the room, then I'm doing okay. Yeah. That's kind of where my mentality is. Oh, I feel like I'm at a point right now that, uh... It's like it's kind of cool because everyone around me is generally knows way more than I do about like most topics, mm-hmm. and I find it's like you have a sense of ease or peace when you can just like listen to them and just like keep asking questions like, oh, okay, like why is that? Okay, if that happens, then what? Or if that happens, then what? Like just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. It's like mind boggling. I have a big question to ask you both. Does this happen to you? In that if you yeah. know. Just wait. Just wait. The question's <laughs> coming. The question's coming. In that if, if somebody's talking to you that's super knowledgeable about a certain area and you have no fucking clue, you get this like feeling of like there's like this energy that comes to you. And it's like it's I don't know. I can't even explain it, but it just feels like there's like this, I'm smiling because it's funny, but yeah. no, keep going. Yeah, but it's like this like feeling that washes over you and you're like, this person is like really good at what they do. I'm mm. just gonna like just a passion. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit and intake all of their energy. Like me with butter coffee. Yeah, like an admiration <laughs> sort of thing. I don't know what it is. Excitement. I don't know. Like I, I used to get it a lot as a kid, and I feel okay. like that's because I was learning so much as a kid. Like mm. I don't know how to do this, so my dad's gonna think, teach me this. And do you think it was like the way they communicated it, or just the content, or just like I don't know. I almost feel like I, I'm not like a. That's a lie. I am like a pretty spiritual person. I don't know if it's just the energy that they're putting off or something. It's just about like the it. enthusiasm, maybe. Maybe or, that or is or you what could it even is. jump in over to the social dynamic, social psych aspect yeah. of it of like, like a, like you can transfer emotion, which goes to like could be sales, could right? Be their Where body it's language, like, yeah. yeah. You're like, oh my god, and like their so excitement and enthusiasm yeah. about butter coffee. You're like. I guess this is interesting. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> holy shit. Do you I have your own do? brand? Do you have yeah, stuff yeah, for sale? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's another, that's a hack, dude. What? Is that if you put on like a smile and you're like, and you're like going to be like, I'm going to put good energy into whatever interaction it is. Yeah. You make it a good interaction. Oh, okay. This mm-hmm. is my most favorite hack lately. Okay. Oh, I've told a couple people and it's phenomenal. Get this. So whenever anyone asks you, here, I'll just run you through a scenario. Okay. So I woke up, I like got home late and I still had like three or four critical tasks I had to get done that day. And it was, say it was like, I don't know, 10 at night. So, okay. For me, that's like super late. Mm-hmm. And so I went, oh, you know, I stuff to do ice baths, so I had to just eat my vegetables, blah, 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 blah. So it's like getting it done, getting it done, getting it done. 
and eventually go to bed super late. I had to wake up really early because had to bike to work, do the workout. And I'm sitting there just like slugging through the weights and I just felt like garbage, right? And I look in the mirror and I look just disheveled. I look kind of like what I look like right now. <laughs> and just, just hair's not done, you know, just a mess. Who is this guy? Yeah. And I change. Uh, I'm just thinking to my mind like, oh my God, like hardest part of the day is done. Like, I feel like shit. Like just pure negativity going yeah. through my whole body, right? Okay. And I'm like, okay, Phil, like, get some positive charge going on here. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty easy. Just put on a smile. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, today, today's not a smiling day. Fuck that. Like, you know what I mean? Just so down. So I'm walking towards the elevators. And I remember hearing the sound of my feet literally dragging on the ground. It was like, shh, shh, shh. And I thought, like, come on, man. Like, show some enthusiasm or something, right? Mm-hmm. So I hit hit the elevator button, go up the elevator, I'm standing there like, oh, God, I can rest. And it's like 7.30 in the morning, or it's like 7.45, whatever time it was. And I'm thinking, like, oh, is this day almost over? Like, it's just terrible. The elevator goes up, ding, and I'm thinking, like, no, i got to go to work. And it's weird, because usually I'm, like, pumped as shit, right? Yeah. Going to work, and I'm like, oh, God. And it's like three or four people all kind of lift their heads and look at me. And the first uh, first guy, he's like, hey, Phil, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm fantastic. And it's like, that's just the first thing. As I was thinking, I'm like, you know, how can I turn this around? And like... That's the first thing. Right. So, um, and it didn't actually came out. I thought about it first. I'm like, I'm just going to tell people I'm like, fantastic, just over the top enthusiastic about it. Mm-hmm. So he asked me, he's like, hey, how you doing this morning? I'm like, dude, like, I am fantastic, man. Thanks for asking. And it's like he smiled, started laughing, everyone started laughing around me, and it, like, lit me up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa. It was just crazy what it did to, like, the whole vibe. Like, it's, I yeah, could, it's a real thing. I could have came yeah. in and been like, oh, dude, oh, fuck, case of the Mondays, or, like, some <laughs> bullshit answer like that. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm just going to throw this out in the world and see what happens. And yeah, the response was phenomenal, and I thought whoa, what just happened here? Yeah, The like, hippies would say there's vibrations and they're actually you know, exactly getting on. <laughs> the vibrations. Yeah. No, there is something like, to it, though. Like when you're actually having right? a good conversation yeah. and there's energy coming from both sides and yeah. you just like light each other up. But the, the response, too, you should have seen people, you know, people around, they're like, oh, that's cool, man. Like, why are you doing so fantastic? I'm like, yeah. I don't know, man. I just feel great. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is on drugs. Yeah, they're like, why is he always happy? And inside I'm like, holy shit, it works. <laughs> time you feel like garbage yeah and someone asks you like how's your day going instead of saying good just say fantastic but say like with a ton of enthusiasm and you'll jaw drop how people react it's like the craziest thing well it's like momentum too it's like i don't want to do this laundry so i'm gonna lie in bed until i don't do it no come on but what you do is you get out and you start doing it and then all of a sudden oh that wasn't that bad. I okay, finished that. Man, now, man, I'm gonna now, start, now, I'm, now I'm going to well, start cooking. Uh, that's like, uh, they say that's like an army thing, like why they make their bed so diligently first thing. And it's Every like, day. Yeah. yeah. So you oh. start one task and then you're motivated to do another. And, yeah. yeah. I started, uh, I told you that I've been working on every single day in a row, right? Yes. Yeah. For 100 days straight. It's, I'm at Are you at 100 days? I'm at 122 today wow damn. so it's 100 days so straight. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. some form of physical exercise or no, it's like is it specific so 
I lift in the mornings and it's like heavy. I don't like just to pump and tone bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, I have a three day, I'm like just stick my fingers out of the blanket. Swing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, so it's a three day split. I do, it's like chest, back, legs, and then repeat chest, back, legs, chest, back, legs, chest, back, legs. So you can imagine like your DOMS or delayed onset muscle soreness is going to catch up quick, right? Because you're working out legs, and then three days later, you're working out legs. And it's always, like, heavy stuff, like, mm-hmm. it's in the five to eight rep range. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been every morning, uh, do that. And then in the evening, I go for it's an hour. It's either, a, like, walk or something. It's always outside. So do an hour outside, lift in the morning, hour outside in the evening kind of thing. Okay. Um, do the cold showers and ice that have transitioned to ice baths. We were talking about it before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, follow my diet. I haven't cheated. Every single day, 122 days. Hmm. Uh, no alcohol, reading. There's like laundry list of stuff I do every day. Okay. And um, but what were we saying on this topic though? Was momentum. Oh, the momentum. Yeah. Yeah, dude, get this. There's been so many days in the beginning when I first started doing it, and given it was like minus 30 Celsius in some days. Yeah. And I would sit there and look at my checklist and go, "You got to do your outdoor workout." And I'm sitting there going, like, oh, my God. Like, really? Really? Why am I doing... Like, I don't have to. Yeah. But I did because I, like, told myself I would for 100 days. Mm-hmm. And probably about the 30-day mark or so, it's like you purposely start choosing to do the harder stuff in life. Say, like, the laundry. Mm-hmm. It becomes, like, almost an obsession where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do the harder thing and it feels good to get the laundry done. Or, mm. oh, I'm going to polish my shoes a little extra or I'm going to do the dishes instead of leaving it for tomorrow. Yeah. And then eventually you don't even think about it. It becomes default. It's to a point now, sometimes I'm like, dude, to myself, I think, you got to calm down. We're like, <laughs> say to my, like, <laughs> like I was saying earlier about the bike ride to work where it's getting, like, dangerous yeah. about, like, how fast I'm trying to go, like, the extremes that I'm going through to like up my physical performance and you know what I mean? Like you're by default, I could take the bridge over the river, but instead I purposely choose to bike down the hill as fast as I can or down the river valley as fast as I can and mm. bike up the river valley and like try and keep up with cars. Hmm. And um, yeah, just from like working out every single day in a row, the diet, all that stuff, you almost, you, it's like by default you choose the harder thing and things like laundry I mean, it's just nothing anymore, dude. That's a joke. Yeah, like exactly. that is such a joke now. Yeah. And before I used to be exactly like that. Like I yeah. had this severe laundry problem. Hmm. Where, like, you know, when you have like, tell him about the fucking hundred white t-shirts. <laughs> tell him about that. Okay. That was a different film. Yeah. But t- tell him about it. <laughs> okay, Cause that's I, fucking hilarious. I was like obsessed in university about like just optimizing my brain to remember more things. Right. Cause that was my competitive advantage was memorization. So I just thought, like, how can I max this out? And so I would always, like, study in 50-minute chunks, right? Study for 50 minutes and then have a break for 10 minutes. And you do that, say, you do 14, 15, 16 times a day. So it's like you get in your 15, 16 hours worth of studying in a day. And I remember it got to a point in those 10-minute breaks, I would research about the brain and, like, how, how to improve memory, how to improve, like wakefulness like all kinds of stuff without like extraneous things i'm finding something i'm not texting something okay keep, keep going and so yeah i remember reading this this research and long story short this guy did a series of experiments and he found that the quality in your decisions and your ability to make decisions effectively your willpower got diminished over time 
Mm-hmm. And one of the things that diminished it the quickest was you actually making quite routine decisions. For example, like, what clothes do I wear today? Do I wear the blue shirt or the red shirt? Do I put on the sneakers or do I put on the J's? Like, do, what do I bring for lunch? You're sitting there trying to leave and you go like, oh, do I take a banana or apple? Like, oh, the, uh, the protein J? Uh, yeah. and your, yeah. your brain's like, like decision yeah. mania. And you yeah. haven't even left your house Is it, yet. Uh, it's self-regulatory resource model or something like that. Is that Whoa, I don't know. Maybe. It's where they basically essentially prove that self-discipline in the brain is more or less a muscle, right? Mm. So it does get fatigued. So, okay, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So, like, for me, I just won't. I went, okay, if I'm going to save, let's say, all that decision power, we'll pretend it's like a gas tank. So I have full gas tank. If I can keep it as full as possible, then when it comes down to thinking, should I start studying now in my 50-minute chunk or not, it's like immediate. I have a full tank. I'm like, yep, boom, start, right? And then things like diet, you just, you make those decisions really easy. So Mm -hmm. I decided, I'm like, how can I eliminate as many decisions as possible? So the the 100 white (laughs) V-necks, this is like... I just said, I looked at my closet and I remember the next morning I went, what do I wear? I'm like, that's a decision. I must eliminate this. Yeah. So that night, that was the first thing I eliminated was, uh, I went on Alibaba and I went and bought a hundred white V-necks <laughs> just so I'm like, I wouldn't have to decide first thing in the morning. And then I, I went to, uh, I think it was like Buffalo or Levi's or something. And I went, okay. And I got, I'm like. Give me, I found a pair of jeans, like, do you have them in a 31, 36? And she's like, yeah, we have, like, seven or eight pairs. I'm like, oh, my God. And I remember I bought, it was, like, seven pairs of the exact same jeans. And then I went to... So he pulled the Steve Jobs. Like, yeah, I went yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. But that was before it was cool. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and same with uh, dress shoes. I had, so, same dress shoes, same jeans, same shirt, every day for four years. Yeah. Like, that's literally, literally the Steve every Jobs single day. Yeah. But, dude, it was such a struggle when I finished university because I threw out all my other clothes. I'm like, or I donated them or whatever. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's like when we graduated, I went, oh, my God. Like, what do I do? So is there any reason you don't do it now because you have to wear I still do it now. Okay. So I wear a suit every day. Yeah. But, say, it's like I have 25, 30 suits kind of thing. So I just take the next one on the rack and when I'm done I just put it to the back of the rack and that's uh, it there's no decision power this is on to the so next it's like a carousel uh-huh, and then I in like terms that. of dress shirts yeah they're all white they're all no decision power required yeah and then I recently came to like an issue with ties okay because it's like I don't know man what tie do you wear color matching all that garbage mm-hmm. so I decided on Sunday night when I food prep it's like tie selection time too and I choose a tie with the same tie all week. <laughs> hmm. Jesus. Really? You straight up. Interesting. So that oh. when it, when you get home and you take the suit off, I like take the tie off, put it on the next suit that I'm going to wear the next day. Like just hang it up. Yeah. And then you just take the full suit off, hang it up. Boom. You got another white shirt waiting. Zero decisions required. Anyway. So you wow. thought your buddy was a serial killer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure, for sure. Dude, come on. Why yeah. are you going to play that? I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's very, like, I always found reading and listening to Tim Ferriss' stuff over the years, which I haven't done in a bit, but he was yeah. always all about, like, optimizing yeah. the next thing and stuff. Yeah. And, I don't know. It's a, that's really well, interesting. I've never read any of his stuff, but I bet it's, like, we'd be pals. I feel like you <laughs> would think you were reading your own thoughts <laughs> judging Maybe. by what you just described yeah. with the hundred white t-shirts yeah but it's like they're my they're my thoughts 
now, but they're borrowed yeah, yeah. from like research. For sure, for sure. But but you like you, it's his. Uh, I would just call it intensity, I guess, or something. Yeah. The way he like always is trying to approach things is uh, really interesting. D. Oh my god, this thing. P. Do you still play this? Of course. <laughs> what is this? Okay, so this this dual is called, and back. Yeah, dual end back. So this is something that Phil showed me probably a year ago. Are you ready to have your your skull actually melt? So this is this is to develop. What is the memory called? Working memory. Working memory. That's exactly. Yeah, when I was writing I, the see, I should know that because I play a lot more dual end back. So <laughs> I should remember that. But anyway. What level are you at now? Like four. Oh yeah, it's like five, six is like the major leagues. Yeah. And some people. You can get up to, like, 15 on that thing. Yeah. No, I think there's 20, and I'm like, who the fuck is doing 20? Dude, that is some, uh... You, you gotta have, like, you know, the soundproofed room. Yeah. Lights off. Yeah. Like, you gotta have zero so stimulation. So what, what is it? In. What is it? So the tenant is essentially... It brings up a grid of... Which is essentially look like a tic-tac-toe grid. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... And nine. it'll say a letter. Oh, it's... My, probably because it's I don't know why it's not doing it but anyway it will say a letter and then it'll light will flash and you're supposed to remember three back so if your N is three you have to remember three before the one that just came so you're supposed to remember like if if this square lit up <clears throat> and it was B mm -hmm. and then two other squares light up and then it goes back to this one and it says B but it's not the same square you're supposed to say that it was a position, or sorry, a sound match, but not a position match. Yeah. But sometimes you'll have it light up, and the same letter will come, and then you say it's both a position and a and a sound match, and the other one is like a position match. I'm sure I'm have fun. I'm sure I'm butchering the shit out of this. Okay, pretty but. much. You know the game Snake, like where he goes in. You know the the super old school game, and it's like the snake that just goes around on the on like a board, and you it, like, like eats you things like, and gets longer. Yeah, it like eats things and gets longer. Yeah. Okay, that's like this. So what you have to do when the the head of the snake moves? Sorry, it's called dual end back. Yes. Dual end back. Yeah. So when the picture like you have to remember where the tail of the snake is. Mm -hmm. So you know the tail of the snake keeps moving. So imagine if you can only uh... see, you can only see the front of the snake, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to visualize where the back of the snake is. And let's say the snake is three blocks long. Yeah. So the head is like I'm at position like you know bottom right. And then now the head's at, let's say, middle right. And then now the head's at top right. So then if the snake is three blocks long, you know that the tail's in the bottom right now. Hmm. Right? But the way that it flashes, it only flashes one block at a time, and it's completely yep. random. Yep. So you have to remember where the tail is three blocks ago. And then, Interesting. So that's hard enough. But and then they have the letters. Yeah, and then there's the letters. Oh so God. then the vocal, they're like A, B, C. And then they'll say A, and you go... Okay, is A a repeat of three, three letters, letters ago? ago? And you're like, oh yeah, it is, right? And then they go, C. And then you're like, wait, three letters ago was B, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So you have to decide whether it was position, letter, or both three turns ago. Yeah, it's difficult and as fuck. What level are you it, on? It actually, every time I played it, it's always like in the five, six zone. And then yeah. I'm like, it's at night too, and I'm trying to like calm down and go to bed. And I'm just, you can feel your head actually getting, for me, it... It hurts. It like you can feel it getting warmer, and like you're starting to perspire, and you think. Interesting. Whoa. Yeah. So, for <laughs> those people listening, audio only, or even the video, because this 
probably makes no sense. Go look up, <laughs> yeah, go look there... up dual N back. That's yeah. dual, like D-U-A-L, N, the letter N, back, yeah. dash back. Yeah. And, we'll uh, we'll yeah, include lists. This is really yeah. interesting, yeah. actually. I'm curious about this. Because yeah. I was trying to figure out how to uh, improve my working memory for reading comprehension for the GMAT. Mm-hmm. And from all the research that I've done, everyone and everything pretty much just pointed to more reading comp. But then I thought, well, like the time cost is huge to do reading comp and questions. And you eventually run out of stuff that's like official GMAT. And this is pretty much the best replacement where studies show that this actually does improve your working memory over Mm. time, which is awesome. Hmm. Now, computers have much better memories than you do. Oh, this debate. Here we go. So, (laughs) yeah. What is, what are, yeah, it's like, if I read a book three years ago and I absorbed that knowledge, right, and I'm able to apply it today, awesome. However, five years from now, somebody may be able to apply that knowledge within five minutes of seeing that sort of thing, right? Or like five milliseconds. Yeah. So it becomes a question of, is memory intelligence or are we doing kind of what we've always known i guess to be intelligence Hmm. or is intelligence more like creativity and stuff like that i don't know i think it depends on it's something that i've been battling with myself yeah why so because of the tenets of like i know how good computers are at well i mean i just know how if i need to look up something Mm -hmm. i can google it and in five minutes i have the answer yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm essentially exactly. So where does my purpose come in if I simply just memorize things? Right? Because right. that's what schooling generally is, is memorization and then regurgitation onto a, a test paper. Yeah. Right? We'll, th- we'll call it like bottom tier schools. Yeah. Generally. Okay. Or like the Ivy League, yeah. they teach you, it's like you're developing your the way you think. Okay, so de- decision-making would probably be yeah. what you're talking that's about. That's why I'm going, like, all in on soft skills. Okay. Like that's all I read about. That's all I actively study. That's yeah. all I actively practice. Okay. It's not technical stuff because of that. Gotcha. Right? Because you never know. What if in 10 years from now, like, even saying having a CFA, I don't know the CFA curriculum, so... But well, I mean, I re- you kind of do. You took your level one. Yeah, you're right. So... So, level one was just all... Like, just memorize a little over 40,000 flashcards, regurgitate, pass, right? It's mm-hmm. like, but I don't know about level two and three, but it's one of those things where you go, okay, if this is in books and it's a highly technical role, mm-hmm. I could be wrong because maybe there's like a lot of soft aspects to it, like say crowd psych or there's probably a lot of crowd psych involved in that kind of thing. But let's say the basic stuff, like your analyst mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Dude, a computer's got to be able to take that out. Yeah. Oh yeah, in, like and in a fraction of a second, sort of thing. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Until it starts to get to the big stuff, or like you know, where you have guys that have to do, we'll call it gut decisions or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You got to wonder when there's going to be a point where computers will be able to have that quote unquote gut. You want to know my opinion on it? What's that? I personally think that the whole generalized AI thing is kind of out to lunch. I think that yes, a computer can beat you in chess. Because it's a constrained system. So there's only so yeah, many decisions so many. that can mm-hmm. be made. Yeah. yeah. And you just Monte Carlo the shit out of it and you're good to go. Right. Yeah. But the real world, 
And sorry for the people that don't know what a Monte Carlo distribution is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just Monte Carlo it. Yeah. <laughs> Get I, on your I'm, horse. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> Tell them what a Monte Carlo yeah. distribution is. Oh, it's like, you pretty much, let's say you have, uh, let's, let's try it with like two variables. So let's say you have one plus one equals two, right? And then a Monte Carlo will go, okay, the first input, the one, let's change it to two. What do you get? And you get like two plus one equals three. And then it takes the first variable and runs it through whatever 10,000 different scenarios. What is the answer? And then it takes the, the second variable and it runs it through 10,000 different scenarios. What are, what are the answers? Mm -hmm. And then if you look at all those answers on a plot, you go, okay, generally the answers will be around this zone, let's say. But you add probabilities to each one. You go, okay, there's like higher probability that the first input will be, like say, between 1 and 10, it'll be a 5. And a higher probability that the second input will be between one and ten. It's higher probability that it'll be a three. Yeah. And then so it'll show like okay, once we ran all these scenarios ten thousand times, switch the numbers all over. Yeah. The answer was more than likely to be eight. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. So anyway, but, that's Monaco. Yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> if, going we, on. <laughs> if if we play this chess game a hundred times, what is the best move? Bingo. Ninety nine out of those times. That's just because mm. you go like mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. If I do this move then you assign a probability to, let's say, the probability of it winning or the probability of the other chess player moving positive or negative to you, that kind of thing. You just keep... We do it sometimes in real estate modeling. Yep. Where we just, well, it's huge in data science. Yeah. Like, it's huge in data oh, science. Oh, I love... It's awesome because people go... People say, oh, like, what if rents increase by 50 bucks a month? Or what, what if interest rates go up by a point or, or down a point? Or, yeah. And I'm like, don't worry. The machine can model every single variable you can think of Mm -hmm. And then you just assign probabilities. You go, you know, 20% probabilities that interest rates go but up, it can't. rents go down, blah, 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 blah. But blah. it can't, because what if there's a nuclear explosion and the building is gone? Boom. So that's... <laughs> yeah. Black so that's, Swan. But well, that's, that goes, that's, that's, that's exactly point. what I'm saying, right? Is there's, oh, there's no constrained systems in real this life. This is where you're going. Mm -hmm. Okay? You walked me right into it. But that's, what, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. A Go game yeah. is far more complex than chess. Yeah. However, there's also constraints. A League of Legends game, which is where uh, deep, well, what's uh, Elon Musk's uh, AI company? Well, they're more of an AI firm. Didn't even know. Don't know the name. It'll come to me. But uh, that's where they're going with it right now is playing League of Legends against professional players. Mm -hmm. There's still constraints within those systems, mm -hmm. right? It's a video game, right? So there's mm -hmm. certain constraints and only what movements you can do and whatever, right? Now, when we go into real life, what I just said. The building burns down. Mm -hmm. There is no building. But you can look at like probabilities of that happening. Absolutely. Right. However, they still exist. And they're black swans, right? Have you yeah, ever they're like chance events. Exactly. But, but black more, swans do happen. This is why the finance this is why people or like some firms can make so much money in finance though, because it's like you just assign probabilities to what you think is more than likely going to happen. Mm -hmm. Right? And then eventually it's like over time, okay, it's right. Keep going. Yeah. Right. So then, until that's all it's the, not. That's all the machine has to do. Until it's not, though. Here's something that's. Here's a pretty good example of like, the machine going into the guts. Um, it's kind of a weird, visual, but. <laughs> uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They. Pittsburgh Steelers AI, um, they're getting to a point now. And this is in football where there's so much randomness, right? Mm -hmm. This isn't baseball where it's one-on-one -on -one, like batter versus pitcher. 
Yeah. And you've run that scenario thousands of times. You know what's going on. Yeah. This is, they can tell, and there's AI that they're developing right now where they make customized workouts for each player after every game. Interesting. Because it follows like how much they worked according to what they think their potential is. Mm-hmm. They look at how much lateral movement they did, how much acceleration, how much head hitting, how much shoulder hitting, blah, 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 blah. Hmm. And the machine says, here's the best workout to do. Really? Yeah. And if you do this workout for this specific player, the probability of that person getting better is X. Hmm. That kind of thing. Do you see the stuff that they're doing in F1 now? In where they're doing like percentage of pass via pit stop? Oh, isn't it insane? Like, And that's that's the stuff that we know. And that's the surface level stuff. Yeah. They, They can pretty much calculate. They're like... Holding all else equal, we will win <laughs> in like twenty some <laughs> in twenty x laps. Yeah, you know they're like pray there's no safety car. Yeah, pray Max doesn't crash into someone. Yeah, yeah, pray pray somebody doesn't go sideways in the wall or whatever. But, yeah, but that is the thing though. It's like let's talk about long term capital management or whatever in the nineties where you have a finance firm that's doing that sort of thing, right? They're they're b- playing the probabilities. They're like. Yeah this has never happened before so we don't have to take it into account and then that thing happens and then you're a firm that's collapsed 30 billion dollars in assets that you have to sell off right right so that's the thing is like you gotta wonder but that that's where it's this is where psych comes rolling in too where you're like guys why didn't you have a lot of insurance on all your positions what's wrong with you yeah, but insurance is just another model. On I know, it's model, just derivatives. You're right? Like, Holy. So, I don't know. That's my take on it, in that I feel that there's so many unknowns in mm. real life. Right? You know, I think sometimes, too, like me going all in on soft stuff, I go, what if there's a machine that comes in that's actually just like, in, it emulates or can do what the best coaches and leaders in the world can do to any business? It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> I think about that sometimes, too, where I'm like, am I wasting my time? Should I try and be a pro athlete? Is that all that's left? Then you should just give up. <laughs> yeah. yeah right? Like, <laughs> well, what about... Not an option. Yeah. Who is the dude we liked who was on Joe Rogan recently? Tim something? No. Which guy? I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, Angel List. Guy. Uh, Naval Ravikant. Naval Ravikant. Do you yeah. know who that is? No. No. Oh. He basically makes the argument that he doesn't really fear the AI overlords or whatever because mm-hmm. the automation, which ties nicely to our earlier conversation, will like it'll automate so many simple aspects of your life and day to day stuff where all that's really left to do is like creative work. Yeah. Right. And that doesn't that's mean true. just painting your fucking with finger paint all day. Like it means anything that's kind of higher level complex problem solving like yeah very prefrontal cortex artistic creative social Mm. uh kind of that i would call it like a synthesis type thinking sort Mm -hmm. of thing and realistically all you have to do is like sure what if the machines are come coming then yet why don't you become a programmer or like what i'm doing on the soft skill side or Mm -hmm. and if you think it's going to take you out then cool like deal with it mm-hmm. it's like you hear all the time especially in my industry where people are like oh the economy is so slow right now blah 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 we can't make money and then for some reason you always see that one or two guys and gals just absolutely dominating doesn't matter if the market's up down all around mm-hmm. and those are the people that have the mindset where it's like they just 
they keep just playing, you know, whether it's the cards they're given or else they just go to a different poker table. They're like, okay, well, this table sucks, so go to this one. Hmm. Versus most people, <laughs> most like people that. stay That's at good. that. That's good. Most they, people stay at that table. They're like, this table sucks, but here's my money. Yeah. And you're like, it's what like, are you I'm doing? The, I'm the fish. I keep losing. <laughs> yeah. Take all my fucking money. No, that's totally what it is. <laughs> so, yeah. You want to hear something kind of freaky, though, is they are automating the basic stuff in AI. The what, sorry? The, the precursors to actual models. Yeah, I read an article the other day. There's a chick out of, uh, where is she out of? Anyway. It was like one of the Ivies, I okay. think, in the U.S. Yeah. She built a, it was an AI-based robot that has learned how to build computer chips to make AI. So it's like <laughs> this machine that eventually learned, it was like through, whether it was machine learning or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and eventually learned how to make chips. And then the chipsets get installed and then they work. And then based on like all that feedback, the machine that's building the chips ends up learning how to make them better. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> it's this loop. Do we want to destroy ourselves? <laughs> that's it. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, oh my thing. god. You know, it's like, do what? we want... It's going to get to a point. It's like, sort of like a self-destructive, like a... We what, what, there's a word for that where you like, well, enjoy pain, but you also enjoy kind of like self-sabotage. Masochist. Masi- yeah. Ma- masochist. Yeah. It's like a masochistic pursuit. Yeah. I don't know. As so, far as we go. Uh, and restart all yeah. over again. <laughs> so, uh, you said you don't watch TV. Like, do nope. you have? You probably don't have Netflix. Then nope. no, no. Well, I haven't watched. I got rid of my TV in two thousand nine. Really, ten years. Just don't have one, eh? Zero. Yeah, I had one. My ex girlfriend moved in a year and a half ago, and she brought along with her a TV. Oh, she okay. took the TV with her when she moved out. Yeah. So. It's like that's a good situation. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah. on on that note, uh, on Netflix, there's a show called Love, Death, and Robots. Okay. And there's one episode called Dima, <clears throat> Dima Blue, I want to say, or Sema Blue, or something like that. Okay. And if you have Netflix, you should go watch it. And okay. I would even recommend <laughs> you get the subscription yeah, for the next month for one month <laughs> just to watch, or like jump on oh, YouTube okay. and no. see if you can find it. Okay. But like it really, it actually talks about or it's like there are a bunch of short stories like it's an uh uh not an analog epilogue is that the right word where it's like it's a series but the story they're not sequels or sequential or whatever but they're vaguely related right so um but anyways that one's really interesting where it's about like a Actually, I don't even want to give it away. But it's really interesting. It makes you think. But it makes you think. <laughs> you about have to give it away. It, he's it yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to watch it. All right. Well, <laughs> Phil's out for this one. Josh, go, go home and watch it. You guys go home and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah. I, there's such a philosophical discussion around it, right? It really is. Yeah. I actually, I, in all seriousness, you should watch this and we'll follow up this conversation okay. later or something. And Fine. It's, it's I'll waste really 30 minutes of my life. In Actually, it's like a 10-minute episode. So okay, I'll only waste 10 minutes of my life. Oh, yeah. this is tempting, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you if it's worth yeah. it. You know what? I'll take the fucking bullet yeah, you for you. Oh, I'll take I, the fucking bullet I have for terrible you. hearing, yeah. and I thought you said, I'll tape it for you. No, no, I'm like, I'll what is this, your VHS? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the VHS, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. It's about, it is about kind of AI and sentience and stuff, but in like a like an artistic story sort of way it's really interesting i think you'd actually enjoy it okay imagine yeah. if ai got to a point where it started solving the problems that humans couldn't solve it won't though because you know what it will do is it will take us out of the equation Ooh, 
Cause Maybe. We, They'll be like, you're the problem. But that is what it is, is we are the problem. Well, I'm talking about things like while we're still here. Well, say isn't like, that exact? But then... Say like the water issue. Yeah. Or like the famine issue. Or the many gigantic issues that we have on the planet. Okay. Pollution issues. Let's say it just comes up with some solution that's like, hey, this is how you can solve your well, pollution problems. to problem. solve the pollution problems is to kill all humans. Yeah. So wipe up. there's but, that. But... but let's say, oh, hold up. Let's yeah. give the AI a constraint. Just okay. like go or chess. Okay. You cannot eliminate the humans. Okay. Now go solve well, it. Well, here's... We're going to trade carbon <laughs> credits because that's fucking amazing. That's the best way to fix that problem. Like, you got to wonder... I'm joking, by the way, for yeah. those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, As I you, look uh, up yeah, this blanket. Tell me, see? So, one interesting point I kind of... And, like, it's... AI is one of those things, like... You can argue about it till the cows come home, but no one in this room has, like, a truly breadth and depth understanding of it. No. And we're kind of more philosophical at best about it. Like I'm what beginner. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, one thing they said is, at the end of the day... AI technology is still binary. It's still ones and zeros. It's still on or off. So right. could that, like, we're making very smart. We're currently AI is just something that can read data extremely quickly and mm-hmm. give a bunch of outputs in huh. a very efficient way. Like, imagine- is it? Is it? Will it be able to truly like think, feel, connect? No. Emote, right? That's and that's what my take is on it. Is that now? But then, I mean, yeah. to your point about Maybe. constraints. Well, what are the constraints of the world? Well, I don't know. I guess gravity. the law of gravity. Yeah, right? physics. Yeah, I suppose. But like now, one other thing that I heard was interesting um, was like, well, think about like chimpanzees. Like chimpanzees have societies. They have uh, like family structure. They have group structure. Mm-hmm. They have social structure. I believe they actually war with each other and stuff too. Okay. They do. I, so they they have a I just so, read this. The they have day, societies, actually. right? Yeah. But how often do you think about <laughs> chimpanzee societies? Never. Just, just now. Just now. Yeah. Like they <laughs> occupy the same planet, but they're two totally separate things, right? Mm-hmm. So in theory, could AI get so high and above us that we're the chimpanzees to them? Like here's the wait, like they whoa, would they would like up, get up. so they would get so like complex and like high high mind society and they're like wow look at these Here's well a, I mean mammals running around shitting everywhere yeah, and fucking and like yeah. polluting the planet like damn fucking, right? banana so, peelers yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> here's a thought I want to drop in there okay you said above us yeah like the AI above yeah. us yeah it's interesting to think that it's like we're totally just another animal on the planet uh-huh. and it just so happened we're at the top of the food chain and like we probably weren't at yeah. first Right, like we chip- are by no means an apex predator. We're just like well, it's because vaguely smarter than them. Yeah. It's because we invented things that allowed yeah. us. Like let's say it was us versus chimpanzee way back in the day. They would like literally rip our face off. What about now? They still could. They're they still strong. could. Even like the strongest, right? like a chimpanzee, like half your size of the strongest man on earth, like would probably still do some fucking damage to you yeah. for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm yeah. like, I'm kind of excited to see AI. Let's say you put on some like a camera on your head and you're a surgeon and or let's say it's like a let's say ar yeah and you're looking at a someone you open them up you're doing some surgery you're like tony stark and like the the thing like well no like let's, let's say you're, you're looking you're, like... you're looking at organs like you open someone up you're looking at some organs you're about to go in there and it can analyze which organs are where and what's going on and then it runs a bunch of scenarios and it suggests like 
oh, you should probably do X instead of Y. Or, like, you had a plan to do something, and it, like, makes, say, Monte Carlo, 10,000 or 15,000 different scenarios, and it goes, you know, the best route is actually to cut here instead of here, and here's the reasons why, here's the symptoms that we're picking up. We've mm-hmm. done all the calculations. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Bup, bup, yeah. bup, bup, bup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of, like, yeah. intuition mode. Well, it's something where, like, it could definitely improve our lives, but then going back to the Amazon and every home issue. Whoa. We're like whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on, but like, you cannot have one of those without the other. You know, right? it's to like many degrees. So. Imagine if every single house in the world had the drainage that came off the roof instead of it draining onto the yard. If it like drained into the sewer systems, and every time it rained, it's like every house becomes a funnel and it like overwhelms the sewer system. I wonder, like, that's like Amazon with the data inside your house. Like, once you're in every single house, you just have this oh, massive what? What are you conduit. possibly going to do with it, right? Right? Like, it's like that... you have this massive conduit of stuff going into the machine. You're like, huh. But realistically, I mean, if they use it for the greater good mm-hmm. and it they use it to make products that make our life easier, then sure, we'll pay a, a dollar for it. And it's mm-hmm. like, sure, we'll give them our data because it's, it's giving us more time. Mm-hmm. I think for us, we have to take the perspective, in my mind, this is my opinion, mm. I think we have to take the perspective of if there are corporations that have taken all that data, and let's say it's safe or not, regardless, it's like most of our data is already out there. If they're creating products that make our lives better and they're doing it for the greater good, then yeah, I'm totally willing to give them my data, pay something for that those products or whatever. But I'm of the opinion that it's like you have to take that extra time that you're given and do something about it. Instead of, you know... Watch like, more Netflix. Watch more Netflix, but... But that's anyway. what most people will do. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh, it didn't make my life better. Like, I'm just of the oh. mind that people should have a choice, but they need to be educated on it. And most people aren't educated on it. Like, they're not aware on of the, what's going on. The big... Oh, I know. What it's striking. Used yeah. For and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but there's a lot of people that still don't know why Google... They're like, oh, you know, let's say you type in dog... Yeah, see, and this, that's surface level, too. And this is, a, let's say you type in dog, and it shows you suggestions in your city. Like, that is some very basic stuff, and people yeah. don't even realize that. It's like, why do you think it showed you business results in the city and not, like, a picture of a dog on an island that someone took and uploaded to Google? Like, yeah, how exactly. did the machine know to filter that? Yeah. And that's, like, super basic stuff, too. Yeah. Or, like, you went to a certain website, and now you're getting ads targeted to you. Come because on. You that's, like, so basic. Yeah, that's fairly, I could yeah. teach people in five minutes how to stop all of that. Yeah. Right? So like, that stuff is all very surface level. But where it goes, though, is where you start providing personal information. Right? And then they actually start building profiles around you. Yeah. And then they sell that information to company X, Y, and Z or government yeah. ABC. Well, think of it like insurance companies with all of our wearables. Mm-hmm. And you know, the new Apple Watch can determine like, say, heart rate bi- variability and all that stuff. Yeah, your and premiums it, are going to be d- dictated dude, based on Dude, yeah. Yeah. Well, hmm. good, they'll look at my history and be like, this guy's a freak. Maybe he works out too much. He's going to die. He's probably going to die of a heart attack. He's going to have a heart attack. Five years, yeah. We heard a podcast of him talking about how he's pushing his limits. Yeah. yeah. High risk. Yeah. High premium. Guy almost dies on his bike ride every single fucking day. Every morning. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Cold paths? Yeah. Psycho. <laughs> High premium. But we joke, but that is the direction it's going. Oh. Right? You gotta wonder. Well, look at, uh, mm-hmm. well, like Apple with the credit card. Mm-hmm. Like, talk about a massive repository of knowing exactly what you buy all the time, everywhere. They literally know. It's like, 
Your phone's with using you all Apple the time. Pay, is that what you're saying? Yeah, the, yeah. or, or the, the new Apple they actually card. Credit card. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's huh. pretty much just a credit card, but but it it just yeah. has. They just took all the pains that you normally have from credit cards. Say, checking your balance, knowing when it's due, knowing what your your credit score is, like knowing where you bought something. Yeah. And they just made it like front and center, super intuitive. Yeah. Like oh, it's more usable. Yeah, more it's like, I actually didn't hear that about their credit card. That's really yeah. interesting. It looks, it's pretty slick. And it's like, yeah, they just eliminated all the pains. But think of, they'll be able to know exactly who you are because, you know, they know what you say in your texts. They know what your emails are. They know where you are at all times. They know who your friends are. They know your Facebook. Like, what do they not know? Yeah. It's funny because I think they're the dark horse when it comes to that, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, I th- I th- it's like the portal, man. Actually, yeah, because yeah, we talk about Amazon, Facebook, whatever, but it's, yeah, it's the portal. Like, what? You're using your iPhone to buy stuff on that's Amazon. The iPhone. Yeah, dude. The iPhone is the underlying everything. It's the right? portal. That's yeah. like the conduit to get to the things. Well, that's why, that's why Google made the acquisition of Android, Nexus, 100. et cetera. Yeah. Right? So that's why yeah. they wanted to get in. Did you... Uh, have you heard Michael Lewis's podcast? Uh, what's it called? It's about refs. Are you plugging other podcasts on my podcast? Yeah, on our podcast right now. We're like podcast squared here. Podcast plugin. I'm just kidding. Anyway, it's amazing. He uh, at one point he talks about we censor ourselves on our own podcast. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, there's been a couple bleep ups in previous episodes, but fair. Yeah. Have you heard it though? He's like, there's one, he does some cool stuff. It's like investigative work. And um, he's talking about the difference between like being closer to the data center for like New York Stock Exchange. Yes. It's in New Jersey. Yeah. Versus being like a couple blocks away from it. Yeah. It's in like the hundredths or thousands or tens of thousands of a second difference. And like what that does for like front running and all kinds of crazy shit. They paid $300 million. Yeah, for like a, a wire the size of your pinky. Yeah. Yeah, it's bonkers. Yeah. Just to be as close to yeah. the stock exchange as possible. Have you ever seen This it? is like a finance? This is yeah. a finance thing. Have yeah, you ever so. seen, search up the New York Stock Exchange data center in New Jersey. It's huge l- fucking building. Massive gray box. Yeah. Nobody knows what's in there. I think it says Bank of... I want to say it's Bank of Merrill Lynch is on the oh, okay. the Google Maps that shows the actual building. It's called like the N four or something. Hmm. It's so for Al- it's for algo trading, right? No, it's, for- it's the whole NYSE. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's where all the trades go through. But it's like if you want an algo, go there. You right? want you want it there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're saying it's like uh, Euro next. That's it. But the specific data center that one in question is. Hmm. Like N4 or something, whatever. I just know that like market makers would definitely want to be there because that's where they make the money. Well, get right? this. Where people started noticing it, you'd put it in order. Let's say you were... Uh, let's say you were, you were on the trading desk at whatever, RBC. Mm. And you go, okay, I want, let's say, 40,000 shares of whatever. Yeah. And so you go to put in your order. You click send. And then you immediately get a reply that says... 32,000 shares were filled and you have 8,000 that weren't filled and it kept happening over and over and over to guys that were like prominent in uh in say New York Mm -hmm. and they're going like what's happening here so what was happening is guys that were closer to uh the data centers and they had just pure fiber optics and supercomputers they would see the trade coming in 
Like their computers would detect the trade coming in. They'd see it on the on on the wire. We'll call it. They would put in a bid for, we'll say like eight thousand or whatever in this case. Yeah. And then place that bid before they could get it themselves. Yeah. And so that's it's wow. called front running. Yeah. Is that but crazy? It's you like, do know that crazy. that happens also, maybe, not once, maybe not twice, but sometimes ten, twenty. 50 times before your order gets through yeah it's like bonkers so you place an and we're order talking like thousandths of a second yeah so you order a share of apple on your computer oh but us there's not even but we have zero it's not even close yeah we're close. talking like block trades like yeah. big but even still the retail trader gets fucked too oh ours is like because ours gets bundled with yeah thousands of other retail traders right, right. and then so it's what like, I, oh here's a block yeah so what i was saying is you buy a share of apple that share is being traded fifty times before it comes to you. One hundred percent. Yeah, at minimum. One hundred percent. Yeah. So the front running thing's crazy the, though. On the margins, is on that the little the tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah. The little ticks in between. But the uh, yeah. front running just blows my mind though because it's there's zero effort involved. You're just you're waiting for that whale well, to make a trade. There's a lot of effort it. involved by very intelligent people that oh, should be doing something yeah. a little bit better for society <laughs> but they're, they're, builds the they're models like and the i got an idea and we're gonna do this and we're yeah. gonna get i read it after hearing that on that other show <laughs> i uh looked it up and there was guys that were like adamant about say like the straightness of the trench of their wire going to the data center yeah. like it couldn't have curves couldn't have turns mm-hmm. they were just like it had to be this fiber optic cable that would like cut across people's like properties. Yeah, they were just so adamant about the straightness of it, yeah. just so that it would get there. You know, thousands of a second earlier. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. I find it kind of sad that the smartest minds in the entire world are going to do that, or going to create advertising structures that get fed to people, and that's pretty much it. You gotta wonder. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. These guys should be, honestly, fun NASA, bro. You were wearing the NASA shirt yesterday. Yeah, I was. Yeah, fun NASA. Bring it back. Fun NASA. Bring it back. That's cool. Have you seen that that engineer YouTube channel? Does, like, all kinds of crazy experiments. Do you know what I'm talking about or no? No. Former NASA. Is that the guy that did the glitter bomb? Yeah, that guy. I have no idea who I love the stuff he does. It's amazing. Just to let me summarize, there was... He had an issue where people were stealing packages off of his front porch. So he put, he made this like super MacGyvered package glitter stink bomb. Yeah, you'd like take off the lid and people would look at it. They're like, what is this? Inside a home pod. Yeah. Just to, just to, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was in like an Apple home home pod pod box. So the box would be sitting on his porch. People would steal it. And there was like 10 people that stole it. Yeah. And it's you amazing. Would, you should see it. it. Like you take off the lid, and it, you just look at it. it. Looks like is it like an ink thing from an ATM sort of thing? Kind of, but pretty it was much. Like glitter it, bomb. It, but it was with, funny because it would shoot glitter everywhere, and people yeah. were like, "Oh, what the hell!" And he had like four phones, so you could get like a three sixty view of them doing this that were mounted, and then it would start shooting fart spray. <laughs> it was like ridiculous. So it would just smell terrible. There's glitter everywhere, and his GPS tracked, and the, people were just losing their. Before minds. I go take a leak. Still better than what these guys are putting their minds to. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the hundred days, yeah, it's it's not what it did to me physically. It's like what it did to me mentally. So mm-hmm. things, for example, let's say you you throw, you wash your hands after going to the washroom. Mm-hmm. You throw a paper towel 
misses the garbage can by an inch. You're like, oh, whatever, walk away, right? It went from that to like, you know, month or so in. I'm like, okay, I know I should put that in. Mm -hmm. So you turn around and do it. Now it's like, don't even think about it. Mm -hmm. If it misses, just by default, put it in. And it doesn't even cross your mind. Yeah. So I think, yeah, doing like the 100 workouts, 100 ice baths, 100 second workouts, 100 like diet, blah, 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 over and over and over. It's like, it's changed. It feels like it's rewired me where that's, that's been the biggest change. definitely mentally mm-hmm. where, yeah, I don't know. It, you go from thinking in your mind, oh yeah, that's what someone who's really crushing it at life would do Yeah. to, I could do that or yeah, or I am doing or, that. Boom. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are the two transitions. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what someone like that would do. Or say like you look at a Navy SEAL, you're like, that's not me. Yeah. And then it turns into, that's what they would do. That's what I'm doing. And then it's like, well, by default, you're just acting like that all the time. David, it's like David Goggins. Have you read, yeah. Have you read his book? That's the, the dude that like just doesn't stop. Yeah. Right? Can't, can't hurt <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah. Would highly recommend for everybody to read yeah. that book. Yeah. Huh. So he talks about his journey from being like a 300 pound obese yeah. dude to mm-hmm. a fucking Navy SEAL. Who Boom. Baddest motherfucker. Yeah, man. And you know what? I bet you people always look at his, his result photo that is they look at him now and say i couldn't do that but here's another one too they look at his result photo and they're like they probably look at the physical change yeah but i bet you him it's like think of yeah what that did to him mentally throughout the entire journey he probably doesn't even care what he looks like right now yeah right like that's why i don't show this on instagram with that whole transition Mm -hmm. because i feel like people would be like oh my god you're like Jack now or Rip. It's like or I could whatever do that. <laughs> or that too, right? But they would like it for like the physical, like yeah, the aesthetic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would even if I had a massive thing that said read the caption and it's all about yeah what it did to me mentally, my yeah. life, my discipline, yeah, this that the other thing and how that's I still think over. you should do it. I know. I just there's some that's holding me back yeah because I don't want the vanity aspect. Have you ever heard the saying like, "How you do anything is how you do everything"? Oh yeah. That's probably that's, one of my uh, favorite sayings of all time. Football coach. Is it Lombardi? Yeah. Maybe? Is okay. that Lombardi? I have no idea. Maybe. It's okay. Somebody's probably yelling at the screen right now. It's fucking not <laughs> Lombardi. <laughs> you <laughs> dumbasses. Okay, well, let's pretend it's Lombardi because yeah. that guy was a boss. Yeah. But hey, here's the thing. The, I think the key difference, going this 100 days in a row, yeah. now it's like 120 whatever. I like literally can't stop. It's so messed up. Yeah. I don't have to do it, but it's just like default ice bath. Mm-hmm. Here we go. But because the, you've built habits, though. It's That's just it. And it's so not it's your like, default. The And the reward isn't what I ended up with. The reward is what it did to me. Yeah. And um, going on that, the Lombardi thing, if you think about it, people like say that quote all the time. But it doesn't mean shit till you actually realize you're living that way, then mm-hmm. you're like, whoa, I actually understand what he means now. Because before, you're like, yeah, yeah totally, rah, rah, rah. But, but it, it's taking, like, when when he says that, he has, like, such a high-level articulate concept, and then you're just, like, seeing words, and you're like, okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, right? that makes but sense. It's like, it's Apply. Like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. you attaching your journey, I guess, to those words sort of thing, if that totally totally and then i i feel like personally over the last year like a lot of like cliche sayings and infinite wisdom kind of like you know hard work and perseverance like but like it's becoming the sexy thing now hey or it's something where like i feel like i've come to like truly understand 
a lot of them or understand mm-hmm. them. I said maybe not truly, but in a deeper way, like really understand like mm-hmm. some of those. Yeah, I wish I had a good example, but remember when <laughs> remember when self awareness was like the hype? Yeah. When everyone's like, like the word self awareness. Yeah, yeah. When everyone was like, Oh yeah, you gotta be self aware and it's mm-hmm. like Yeah. You I was one of those guys though too, where it's like you yeah. don't realize what it's like until you're actually self aware, then you're like, Holy shit, I see what they mean. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. whoa. Yeah, send me that checklist, bro. Okay. I'll get on it tomorrow. And if you fuck it up, you gotta restart. That like good. Now, hold yourself accountable. It's and- hundred days of workout. I'll send you the checklist. It's like yeah, but I want to. He wants to summarize. Oh, he wants oh, to summarize Jesus. for everybody, yeah, yeah. so they can join us in this hundred. Now, don't journey. give us specific. So it's it's a hundred days of working out. No, it's two two lifts, diet, and bedtime routine. Uh, no, broad I like I brought in the like bedtime because I'm like. I've noticed to fulfill the the, the, need, the need to be able be, to well do because those I'm things. starting to hit like I'm getting really close to like overtraining syndrome I feel yeah because I'm like my lifts and I'm like I'm hard gainer cells like I'm not a big bone dude mm-hmm. so my lifts are always increasing by like a say two pounds like one pound here one pound there a rep here rep there and then they kind of plateau to a point where I'm like okay stuff's going haywire so i started getting like more sleep mm-hmm. and i found that was the only thing that kind of boosted it up yeah and we're talking like the nine and a half ten hour zone well you kind of... know the solution bro <laughs> what's that you know the solution <laughs> juice <There's>... yes. <laughs> no <laughs> it is time hard work pays <laughs> yeah. it, is time it is time to, to leave like... humanity behind <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you're getting old <laughs> dude look at my joints they couldn't handle that like i would explode you, you have little joints, so that's the that is the guys that, that look win. the best, dude. Oh, what are you trying to say? No, honestly, is that you're like I got a plug. <laughs> I got a plug. Yeah, I'm the plug, bro. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. My doctor's the plug. No, I'm just kidding. So summarize it for us, though. So work oh out hundred days uh, in the morning. I like track this on my spreadsheet, so let me just pull it up. Okay, it's just easier that way. If you at home aren't realizing it. Philip over here is very type A. <laughs> hey, but that's the thing. Okay, by doing this, <laughs> I told everyone I was type A, but I wasn't actually doing the actions to so, fulfill that. But it does come easier to me to be super type A. Yeah. Not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, progress photo, workout, I read uh, 10 pages a day, just business book. But the key isn't just reading, like we were saying earlier, it's actually applying right. whatever that is. Like actual reading, not just yeah. skimming. Yeah, right. like pretend like it's a textbook in university. We actually have to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You have to actually be able to have a conversation about it and say in your own words. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, gallon a day, but I've been accidentally doing 2.59 gallons a day because of measurement error. So I had to back that off. I'm at 1.8 something He's also gallons. retarded, but... Yeah. <laughs> hey, but I laugh, but it's not funny. Yeah, hey, don't use that word, Josh. This is a I'm, family podcast. Uh, yeah, how many times you dropped that bomb today? Well, I'm, I'm at, yeah, 1.89 yeah. Uh, gallons now. It's just massive calculation. Holy error. shit, man. Two point, why did you say 2.95 gallons? Yeah. It was a lot. That is like 12 liters that's, of water a day. Yeah. yeah it that's was, like okay. the time Josh was on drugs water. <laughs> <laughs> I, will send you, I will send you my spreadsheet yeah, and yeah, you'll yeah. see where the error happened. Long story short, I was like, okay, six bottles a day. No big deal. That's a gallon. Yeah. So I was 
doing six bottles, but as well as at work, where my spreadsheet resides, right? Yeah. But I wasn't counting the wake up and have a leader, work out and have a leader. After oh, work, you have a leader from biking home. Yeah. That's three more right there. Jesus. That's nine liters, right? It's like, it adds up pretty quick. Oof. I yeah. hope you're taking in some salt to... That's where, yeah, I was trying to get, like, uh, like the elastic line around your ankles from your socks. Okay. Like, water retention styles. Yeah. And I'm like, why is this happening? Yeah. I'm starting to get like mild headaches. Yep. Bit of difficulty sleeping. That'll it's like it. classic signs of too much water. I'm like, yep. whoa. Too much water is if you get the sock. Yeah. Is that okay. and the opposite if you get too little. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And huh. it's a real thing. But anyway, so progress photo workout active reading. We'll call it minimum ten pages a day. Mm-hmm. The water, uh, the outdoor workout. Do the hour, um, the diet, ice baths. Um, do the meditation so it's part of it too and then I always do uh, like five critical tasks and I do another five that are towards goals so in the five you don't have to do those but I just do them just because it's like so every day in the morning I pick five things that go towards my long-term goals mm-hmm. whether it's like it's three categories health wealth and wise mm-hmm. so it's in those and then yeah the other tasks are like shit that you have to get done Mm. So eventually it's like, and if you mess up a single one of those, you have to restart the 100 days. Whew. And um, it's just crazy what it does to you. Because eventually it's like the way you prioritize your life and the way that you act is like the way that you know you should be acting. That mm. kind of thing. Mm. But anyway. I'm probably going to call this episode the 100 yeah, day challenge or something. 100 day challenge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then once you finish the 100 days, then what? You can't you stop. Hopefully you hopefully just start better stop. in a better place, sir. You're oh, just a better overall human. Oh, this goes for forever. Sure. Yeah. yeah. There is no 100 days. It's <laughs> the rest of your life, bro. Yeah. Life challenge. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, until you start hitting like... 100-year challenge. <laughs> <laughs> am, hey. I, am I ready to become the person that I can be? <laughs> Who knows? Find out next time on the Long yeah. and Hard Podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait just a minute. Where do you think you're going? Before you go, just a quick and sincere thank you for listening to the show. Uh, We greatly appreciate it. Catch Long and Hard Podcast every Wednesday morning on all your favorite podcast networks, YouTube, etc. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a subscribe if you would be so kind. Uh, And uh, don't forget to follow us. Facebook, Instagram is at Long and Hard Podcast. Uh, Again, a very sincere thank you. And if you've enjoyed our content here and your podcast platform allows you to leave a review on our show, please kindly do so if you feel so inclined. Quick reminder on a couple things here. Number one, uh, any advice, tips, etc. heard on the show are strictly meant as a conversational basis. Do not take anything you hear or see here as legal, investment, uh, technical, real estate, medical advice. Always seek a relevant professional in those fields uh, before acting on it. You know, (laughs) come on, guys, seriously. Uh, Also, just a quick reminder, obliged to tell you that Josh Blaze and Thomas Harrington are both licensed real estate professionals in the province of Alberta. Any real estate-related discussions and or advertisements are not intended to solicit properties, buyers, sellers, anyone under contract at the time of listening or the time of recording. So thanks again for listening to our show. You can catch us next week. Peace.